from our hearts. By tearing down Washington and Jefferson, these radicals would tear down the very heritage for which men gave their lives to win the Civil War. They would erase the memory that inspired those soldiers to go to their deaths, singing these words of the battle hymn of the Republic. As he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free while God is marching on. We are live here watching Trump's speech in Mount Rushmore. They would tear down the principles that propelled the abolition of slavery and ultimately around the world, ending an evil institution that had plagued humanity for thousands and thousands of years. Our opponents would tear apart the very documents that Martin Luther King used to express his dream and the ideas that were the foundation of the righteous movement for civil rights. They would tear down the beliefs, culture, and identity that have made America the most vibrant and tolerant society in the history of the Earth. My fellow Americans, it is time to speak up loudly and strongly and powerfully and defend the integrity of our country. We're going to do a usual show in a few minutes, but we're going to cover this because this is going to be a pretty epic speech in front of Mount Rushmore, a beautiful monument, quite appropriate for uh, during the past event where mine is being torn down. This one can't be torn down. So this is great optics on the president's part. Very interesting choice. Perfect, perfect image of the president in front of a monument of our founders. It on is time for our politicians to summon the bravery and determination of our American ancestors. It is time. It is time to plant our flag and to protect the greatest of this nation for citizens of every race, in every city, and every part of this glorious land. For the sake of our honor, for the sake of our children, for the sake of our union, we must protect and preserve our history, our heritage, and our great heroes. Here tonight, before the eyes of our forefathers, Americans declare again, as we did 244 years ago, that we will not be tyrannized, we will not be demeaned, and we will not be intimidated by bad, evil people. It will not happen. proclaim the ideals of the Declaration of Independence, and we will never surrender the spirit and the courage and the cause of July 4th, 1776. Upon this ground, we will stand firm and unwavering. 
in the face of lies meant to divide us, demoralize us, and diminish us, we will show that the story of America unites us, inspires us, includes us all, and makes everyone free. We must demand that our children are taught once again to see America as did Reverend Martin Luther King when he said that the Founders had signed a promissory note to every future generation. Dr. King saw that the mission of justice required us to fully embrace our founding ideals. Those ideals are so important to us. Founding ideals. He called on his fellow citizens not to rip down their heritage, but to live up to their heritage. Very smart choice of invoking Martin Luther King. Above all, our children from every community must be taught that to be American is to inherit the spirit of the most adventurous and confident people ever to walk the face of the earth. Americans are the people who pursued our manifest destiny across the ocean, into the uncharted wilderness, over the tallest mountains, and then into the skies, and even into the stars. We are the country of Andrew Jackson, Ulysses S. Grant, and Frederick Douglass. We are the land of Wild Bill Hickok and Buffalo Bill Cody. We are the nation that gave rise to the Wright brothers, the Tuskegee Airmen, Harriet Tubman, Clara Barton, Jesse Owens, George Patton, General George Patton, the great Louis Armstrong, Alan Shepard, Elvis Presley, and Muhammad Ali. And only America could have produced them all. Yes. No other place. No, it's not pandering, Alejandro, because... We are the culture that put up the Hoover Dam, laid down the highways, and sculpted the skyline of Manhattan. We are the people who dreamed a spectacular dream. It was called Las Vegas in the Nevada desert, who built up Miami from the Florida marsh, and who carved our heroes into the face of Mount Rushmore. It's really smart because Martin Luther King is a... Um, Americans harnessed electricity, split the atom, and gave the world the telephone and the internet. We settled the Wild West, won two world wars, landed American astronauts on the moon, and one day, very soon, we will plant our flag on Mars. Yes. Now, it's not pairing because he is trying to bring a unifying message on our we most unifying day in America, 4th of July. The stories of Mark Twain, the songs of Irving Berlin, the voice of Ella Fitzgerald, 
the style of Frank Sinatra. Yes. The comedy of Bob Hope. The power of the Saturn V rocket. The toughness of the Ford F-150. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he knows his And days. the awesome might of the American aircraft carriers. Yes. It's American greatness. That's what this is all Americans about. Americans must never lose sight of this miraculous story. Martin Luther King is American greatness. Black Lives Matter is not. Like we have done it. So today, under the authority vested in me as President of the United States. How did he harness COVID, Roger? I am announcing the creation of a new monument to the giants of our past. Yo! I am signing an executive order to establish the National Guard of American Heroes, a vast outdoor park that will feature the statues of the greatest Americans to ever live. Wow. That's genius. Create a statue, build a statue, do not, not destroying a statue. Fantastic. While they're tearing down statues, he's building them. Perfect. From this night, and from this magnificent place, let us go forward united in our purpose and rededicated in our resolve. We will raise the next generation of American patriots. We will write the next thrilling chapter of the American adventure. And we will teach our children to know that they live in a land of legends that nothing can stop them, and that no one can hold them down. Yes. They will know that in America, you can do anything, you can be anything, and together, we can achieve anything. Uplifted by the titans of Mount Rushmore, we will find unity that no one expected. Yep. We will make strides All about unity that no tonight. one thought possible. This country will be everything that our citizens have hoped for for so many years. No, they're not going to tear down Alhambra. They're going to have National Guard around and protect because it. Because we will never forget. There would be an optics American failure if that happened. Exists hey, buddy. American. Hey, how's it going, Apex? I'm live. American oh, copy greatness. that. Hi, Chet. How you doing tonight, man? Pretty good. Centuries Just watching from Trump's now, speech our here will be and giving commentary on all the little parts where people clap and whatnot. The champions mm. we forged. Well, somehow, the good that I can't we did do both uh, on my phone And here. the monuments uh, maybe, we created you know to inspire us I'm going to mute for just a second. I'll be right back. Sure thing. My fellow citizens... America's destiny is in our sights. America's heroes are embedded in our hearts. America's future good. is in our hands. And ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen the best is yet, yet to come. come. That's such a good line. 
Yes, that is Apex. USA. USA. This has been a great honor for the First Lady and myself to be with you. I love your state. I love this country. I'd like to wish everybody a very happy Fourth of July. To all, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless our great military. And God bless America. Thank you very much. Play that music. Oh my god, I gotta turn that down. So we're gonna get like this video pulled. That's right, America. Fuck yeah. I was wondering, like, he's gotta play fucking rock music, and that's what he did. Epic, epic, epic. Damn. Is, 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 he, is he done then? He just finished. Ah, yeah. I was like, I was. I got my laptop out, but I'm like, well, shit, the, the sound's gonna echo. So I yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Good. I did get to listen to some of it. He sounded a little. Uh, he was a little. His speech patterns were a little slower than usual at points. They uh, were, I, I yeah. Was a little, it seemed a little weird actually at points to me. But other than that, uh, you know, the content was uh, solid as always. It wasn't as comedic as the last one. There was some comedy though, for sure. Yeah. Well, that yeah, the I, that I he goes more comedic for sure. That's yeah, that's true. Because he was this was a fucking Independence Day celebration. That's true. Yeah. Did you hear the part? And I was like, my jaw dropped at the part. Oh, it looks like the fireworks are happening. Turn the volume back up. See, turned up some rock music. I was like, fuck yeah, that's America. But there was he announced that he will be building new national monuments oh i was like that is perfect perfect actually the marxist oh. let bom let radical up is tearing down up oh, here's the fireworks is tearing down monuments while he a builder who's built things you know hotels and everything is building monuments as present is so perfectly on brand so perfect optics and he announced at the perfect time rather than tearing things that down let's add amazing. stuff love it love it love it now just to give you a heads up dexter mm -hmm. uh alejandro in the chat is uh is my is my friend so <laughs> I've been giving I... comments back and forth with him as he has been saying stuff. Oh, the stage looks like God. it was taken straight from Munich circa 1928. <laughs> um, it just yeah, looks like a, the most American stage in the world, which is glorious. So, Dexter, I have a confession to make to you right now. Oh boy. I just walked, I ju I just walked into my living room, I'm sorry, into my kitchen. And there are four tiny little kittens on my deck Aww. looking at me through the window. Uh, they're pretty scared. So I'm going to just put some food out and go back to uh, talking to you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, please do. They I'm totally a... just fucking, totally just yanked my attention, though. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so 
that's in a, that's one of his popular uh, angles there is that you know <clears throat> Nazi Germany <laughs> he uh, I don't want to I don't want to put words in his mouth but I feel like I've heard the argument or or the uh, expression or the uh, however you want to word it that he feels he like he feels a connection to people in Germany <laughs> circa you know the mm-hmm. early 40s or the the mid late 30s uh, it was like, oh shit! Wait a minute, what's going on here? And like he's he's witnessing that rebirth around him, and he feels like one of the few that sees it. And I, as his oldest living friend, as he is he is mine, doesn't understand my my views. And I mean, granted, we haven't actually vocally spoke about them. It's all been via text message. But he believes very strongly the things that he believes, and I believe very strongly the things that I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the only middle ground that I can that I can think of is you know hey I, I talk on these shows sometimes if you uh, maybe maybe there's smarter people than me that can break this shit down for you because I mean I may not be that dumb but I'm not very articulate especially when it comes to complicated things that I don't have a whole lot of knowledge on politics is one of them you know I learn more the older I get but I didn't go to school for any of that shit I could barely go to school at all, but um, no. The biggest sticking point is just Donald Trump as a person, and that's where that's where he and I we really I can't I can't uh, make him see the disparate coverage by the media uh, between Obama and and uh, Trump, and he says things like Obama had no scandals. Uh, and was a married man, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, this, it makes me very sad because I don't know how to. I don't know how to combat them. I can throw shit posts on the internet, but this is my friend. I don't know how to like combat it when it's somebody that you actually care about. And I, I realize how little facts I have stored away amongst all the the, the shit talk talking points. Uh, I mean, and even the ones that I have don't matter. <laughs> A lot of times, so I can't see the chat. Is he talking shit right now? He says, "If you can't see the similarities in reference to uh, Hitler, obviously I can't help you there." Well, let me explain uh. something. Okay, this is the simple fact of um, how I can debunk the Hitler comparisons. There is no sitting president that is even close to Hitler, other than um, FDR. FDR put Japanese in internment camps. And looking back at it, I still don't even know how he was able to do that. But our current system of government lets you um, do very little as president. Yes, you have your executive orders and other things, but there are numerous checks and balances. Um, First of all, bills gotta go through Congress. Uh, The president can't just write laws like Hitler did. The president can't just... Uh, appoint himself supreme leader like Hitler basically did, even though, yeah, it was Chancellor, not supreme leader, but whatever. Um, the president can't uh, just round people up like Hitler did. The president can't just create gas chambers and put minorities in there, and people are going to have just zero issues with that. It hasn't happened. It will never happen in our lifetimes uh, unless things go extremely crazy. And even then, we still have the Supreme Court to 
uh, check everything. The Supreme Court won't even let Trump revoke DACA. So how is he even close to Hitler if he can't even get rid of DACA, which he is allowed to do? Um, uh, and then he's, okay, Alejandro's saying, and we paid them reparations to Japanese citizens. Okay, I am not, a, I don't think anybody in this current, in this current year deserves reparations, but I will say if there is any group that if you want to pick that deserves reparations, it would have to either be the Native Americans or the Japanese yeah. descendants from yep. internment camps. Those people were genuinely oppressed. Other than I mean, that, it, everything it, else is off the fucking table. Yeah, because I mean, I've been as I've as I've told Alejandro, like I've actually been doing a lot of re since he, he and I really started arguing about this stuff. Basically, since George Floyd died, um, I've been diving into both ends, both my end of thinking and his end the you know the intellectuals on uh on the internet and in, in uh print media and elsewhere as much as i could get my hands on that, that interested me that you know could hold my attention anyway but what has really had me in a profound state is a lot of these black conservatives going back you know decades you know like the thomas souls and and um and as recently as like the coleman hughes and I'm not a I'm not a real big fan of uh, Candace Owens, but she's one too. Um, and the um, oh fuck, what was the point <laughs> that I was trying to make? Uh, was that I, well, I can't get him to to watch any of these people and listen to them speak because he's not he he despises the conservative perspective. Uh, so he's you know just because you know he empathizes with you know Black, Black Lives Matter unless they speak conservatively then then they don't matter at least their opinions don't you know uh and it's a it's just a weird it's a weird dichotomy it's a it's a very he says it's not emotional but i think it is it's a very emotional uh and dare i say virtue signaling sort of stance on a, a lot of these things which i everybody i think everybody's guilty of it at, at certain points in yes. their life you know what i mean like yes. everybody empathizes too much uh or, or, or you know whatever and when the shit's forced down all of our throats that's what that's what uh, that's what bothers me about it i'm like of course black lives fucking matter because all goddamn lives matter they have my whole life my whole life i mean granted it's a white life so that that invalidates that but go ahead well i was gonna oh, first bomb. say hi to donnie since she's waving the chat uh thank you for tuning in uh, um hi donnie you can always jump in the chat. oh we got sam oh my I am not here. Yeah, it's true. You are not here. This is uh, a a um a a, a just twin brother of Sam's that we've recently stumbled upon. That's been lost for many many years. And you know when he's been going through some times recently, this guy just came in, and you know just just came to show some support. Uh, apparently, Ooh. apparently, uh, you know. Sam's twin brother also likes James Bond a lot, which is funny because <laughs> Sam loves James Bond. So, well, hey, um, twins are twins. They're going to be similar in inside and out. True. So, um, uh, Alejandro says the Cherokee nations use socialism to take care of their own with money made off of gambling. Uh, that's wait, 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 wait. Money made off of gambling, said, that's capitalism. He says no. He, well, he, back to back before that, he says the natives they've gotten land and reparations as well. Okay, uh, the natives then, did they really get land? Did they really? 
Like, no, look how much they fucking not. have. If you look on a map and, of Native American land in America right now, it's like nothing. And they're even protesting oh. at this fucking speech. They, they I, mm-hmm. I think it's a, the Seahawks tribe. I forget who it is. They're like, the president shouldn't be here. This is our land. And I'm like, look, it's like libertarians. I'm like, yes, you are technically fucking right. But this doesn't matter, and you're not going to get what you want now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's what I was actually, uh, the, the train of thought that I lost just a minute or two ago was that these black conservatives, one of these popular um, opinions that I've heard, or takes rather, on if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about reparations, let's talk about affirmative action. If you want actual like reparations, like, you know, an actual sum to all African-American families, you know, uh, American citizens, then we end uh you know um affirmative action which is obviously harmful to black people anyway uh and also white people i mean it's harmful it's just a mm-hmm. harmful it's segregating by design and now uh, Andrew, you're now saying they disperse the native americans disperse this money into social service education healthcare. the native americans uh communities are some of the poorest worst communities in america unfortunately most addi- most addicted yes. yeah substance Big abusing, drug addiction absolutely. problems specifically with opioids rape problems lack of law enforcement um obesity problems alcohol problems these may sound like stereotypes they might not sound so nice but these are legitimate problems these communities are having and nobody seems to really care about it that's the oh other my thing. goodness royalty has entered oh and she muted never mind <laughs> no, I'm still here. Hello. Is, oh, hi. Is, hi, Donnie. Is she hey. going to get is she going to get banned from uh Discord next? Or Who? Yeah, we're gonna we need to talk about that in a second actually. That's a good segue. Before we dive into that though, because yeah. I didn't ask um I asked Apex a little bit, but Sam and Donnie, what did you think of Trump's speech? If you watched it, I would hope you watched it if you haven't yet. It's a it had some pretty epic moments of like like, for example, one moment I'll mention uh, is that he announced he's going to be building new national monuments, which is, I think, just the perfect play he could have done tonight. But what did you I guys think, think of it? Um, well, I didn't see it because I I, I fell asleep. Uh, I, I took a <laughs> nap. But, um, yeah, I took, like, I took a nap at, like, 9.30 so I could... Uh, you know, stay up to like you know three or however long this is going to you fuck, go. You fucking old man. Come on. Uh well, I mean, you know, it, it was it was either that or something I can't mention here on stream. So, um, <laughs> but um, dead air. Did you watch yeah. the speech, Sam? But no, I, 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 I think I, I think I like so, so through this, the speech, but the national monuments thing, I think is a good idea. I also think that that might partially be a troll too. No, no, so, no. It's legit. Uh, I'm looking this so. up to double check what he actually said. He will be signing an executive board to create a new national monument to honor all great American heroes. The National Garden of American Heroes with an outdoor park featuring the greatest Americans to ever live. That's fucking amazing, it's... dude, because you there are going to be people of every race in that fucking... The statues of every race in that fucking exactly. park. Exactly. 
That's amazing. That is such a well, good idea. MLK, well, no, I'm... Muhammad Ali, Thomas Jefferson. Because uh, like, he was naming some of Soldiers, these Soldiers. I mean, Soldiers. Let's not forget. Like yes, yeah, Medal of Honor winners and shit, dude. Pat's I mean, fuck. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Oh, speaking of, like, if uh, if they do Presidential Medal of Freedom recipients, then can you imagine, like, them having a statue of Rush Limbaugh? Oh, my God. And, like, <laughs> he mentioned so, Sinatra. He mentioned Bob Hope. So I think these are ones he's Why probably, would... he's testing it out. So this is what he always does as a businessman. He tests ideas. You'll see this at rallies. He'll test slogans with people. And here he's testing names of people to include in the park. So he'll say, like, Frank Sinatra, cheers. Um, Bob Hope, some more cheers. Um, like, let's say he says uh, Rush Limbaugh, lots of cheers. It's like, okay, we're putting Russia in it. <laughs> you know, that's how he does think, it. Dude, I think it would be a brilliant idea to have, you know, social and military, those, like, the pinnacles of those two, uh, because those, those do span every race uh, and every skin color and every, you know, religion. He should get ones, uh, too, a, that are more idea. like, you know, like, obviously have the well-known ones, but have, like, some lesser-known ones, like, ones that they were a hero for, like, a right. like, like, for example, Sully Sullenberger, you know, the pilot that landed yeah. on the Hudson. We all know him, but kind of slowly forget about him. He's not, like, somebody you're yeah, going to see maybe all the time, but something like in that in 10 years proper. right in 10 years you know people won't really remember unless there's a reason to mm -hmm. that that's why statues that's why statues are important museums and shit are important yep. you know people have that to see history to be able to remember it fat heck boy in the whitfield report chat says uh a statue of andrew breitbart would be would be nice um i mean yes Certainly. I mean, when now when I say it's a troll, I mean, I definitely believe that he's, I definitely believe that he's doing it. Like, it's not a troll in the sense that he's faking, but I, I do believe it's a troll in the sense that, like, he's doing it to say, okay, you got, you leftist commie bastards wanting to tear down statues? Well, fuck you. We'll, we'll build <sighs> more fucking statues. That's what's I think, great about it. Yeah, I see the troll aspect I, now. Yeah, I think Guys. that I think I think that's where he's coming from. I don't I don't want to derail this topic, but I have to inform you that in my backwoods rural ass neighborhood in the Midwest, a fucking couch just drove by with like <laughs> with like two twelves on the back and headlights and fucking brake lights and an ottoman. These Wait, people had their feet up. There was a guy Whoa. on Jay Leno's garage. It's like the guy used to be on the Wheeler Dealer show. I can't believe I just saw that. Yeah, yeah, the fucking couch. <laughs> hey, hey, Dude. hey, Apex. No, this was legit, though. This wasn't just some redneck engineering. This thing was fucking. I mean, we're talking brake lights, headlights. Uh, the Ottoman was out in front of them and, like, oh, dude, I don't know how the fuck he was steering that thing, but that was cool. Apex. I heard the music first. Go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Apex, was Mersh on that couch by chance? <laughs> mm -mm. No, that's just way too high-tech for Mersh. Are you kidding me? That might be hey. Mersh's couch, though. He may have finally hey. upgraded. Hey, guys. Go ahead, I'm going to say my favorite part just before we forget my part. Sure. Um, is when the guy screamed out, not on my watch. And then Trump's facial expression afterwards, after he said that. And the whole crowd exploded pretty much after that. That was awesome. Oh, I yeah, that was pretty important. All the things that Q has been pointing out 
Keith said it out loud as Keith said. And I was thinking during that time yeah. frame when he was announcing everything, I was like, Keith, that he, I've been thinking of Keith the whole time. And I'm really happy. I'm, just, I'm ready to see how they're going to fix it. All the, the stuff going on in schools, the media. I'm just ready to see how he's going to fix it. And I'm happy that he announced it like that today, what he did. But I'm like, I want to know how he's going to do it and how soon. Mm. <laughs> Man, this fireworks so, show is a killer one. You guys watching this? I am not. Uh, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching the chat. Um, I'm watching but, both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask um, out loud instead of typing it, uh, Alejandro. Since we have a uh, a beautiful young black woman in here who is very much counter to a lot of the things that you espouse, I wonder if you have any questions for her specifically um, that that she could answer for you. Um, Oof. Put him what on the spot. What kind of question? What? Any question? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got a finger up. No, it's mostly, uh, mostly what our arguments have centered around over the last several weeks is uh, systemic racism and its hold on the black community in America, and and he as a white liberal believes that me as a white man and he as a white man is have a duty to uh stand up for black lives matter and to not say all lives matter because all lives can't matter until black lives matter. All, a lot of cliches actually is is the things we've been arguing about which is mainly the reason we've been arguing because we don't really disagree on a lot of these things but um i can't i can't make him understand my more conservative leaning and trump uh ultimately supporting uh, mindset. And I mean, it, I can't get him to watch any videos of conservative black thinkers. He's uh, on now. So, but I, I, can, I can get him to come on a show that I am on <laughs> and talk oh, shit in cool. the chat. Hi. Yeah, so, How are you doing today? Did you uh, <laughs> ask a question yet? <laughs> I don't know. You also have a, uh, you know, physically disabled con you also have a physically disabled conservative that you can ask questions of. That's oh, true. I'm just going to pull out but all Sam, the stops tonight. <laughs> I'm, Sam, I'm not... Sam, Sam, you're a white man. So, it you know what? Matter. Even, 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 your, even your physical disabilities, bro. They, you know, yeah, they don't you matter. Know, They're all trumped out you know, by your whiteness. You, you know what? I You know what? I kid you not. I've actually been told that by, by a lot of people. Jesus no, I Christ. I am, I am I, not, I'm not even joking. About that, the memes write themselves. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, dude, the the the, meme, the memes become fucking true. That's what the, like. What comes first, reality or the meme? <laughs> these uh, these these, these days these days it's hard to tell. To be honest, honestly, no. These days, first. I feel like it's memes first, and then you look and see if it's right or yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's you what I was just about of... to say. Recently, yeah. recently, it feels like memes come before reality, but almost just before reality in a lot of cases. Because well, I had a thing somebody wild. posted in one of my uh, group me's in the CR group me uh, for Penn State, and it was a thing about this place um, at Penn State. I think it's called Jersey Mike's. I think it's Jersey Mike's, and it was a screenshot Yummy. of what looked like a um, a statement saying. Oh, we're changing the BLT sandwich to the BLM sandwich. 
and I'm, I'm reading oh. it, and I'm like, what? And then somebody's really? like, this is a joke, right? And I'm like, is this a joke? And I Google it, and it turned out to be totally fake. But I believed oh. it for a good while. Because I'm like, I could fucking Dude, see yeah. him doing it. Bacon, lettuce, and mayonnaise? Uh, that, <laughs> maybe. Wait, mayonnaise are white, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, but like... Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but that's the that's the only thing that makes sense with with that. I mean, unless unless there's like some vegetable that starts with them, I'm not aware of. But like margarine. How about, uh, how about bread, lettuce, and meat? There you go. There you go. It's like a burger with like just lettuce on it. That that sounds like a great meal right there. Mm, I would I, love me a BOM right I, now. I I wait, sorry, go ahead. I'd like a I'd like a BLT with no lettuce, just uh, bacon and tomato. Mm. So 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 I guess a BT sandwich or wait, wait, something are you like just that. Eat with a fork, or is there bread on there too, man? Like, what are we talking about here? Well, well, obviously, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> Haven't you ever had a BLT? Uh, haven't you ever had a BLT, Gamma? Uh, you you didn't say BLT. You said a, a bacon tomato. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, I know. So yeah, you started know, cutting but... shit out. I was wondering how far you were cutting back. I'm like, do you think he's bacon as, as bread? You know, and put the, the tomato in the middle. He's trying to save like, weight. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, what, no. What would be what would be what would be cool though is if I just had bacon, and then bacon in between bacon and then tomato. So you're making me hungry. It's too late for that. So, <laughs> uh, so, has your friend asked any questions yet, or no? I don't know. I'm not sure. Chat. Um, well, yeah. Um, he just said, "I love asking questions. Hard to keep up via text." I love all people, and I'm from the suburbs. I agree with both those things. Well, I am from the suburbs, mm -hmm. and I do love all people. All good people. That is. But I've, I've met a lot of people of color who have been har uh, harassed based on their skin color uh, when where I have not, and I should have been due to my past actions. Um, what, well, Shovel Point stories? asks Alejandro... Shovel, Shovel Point asks Alejandro, what is America's issue? Anti-black racism or white supremacy? Aren't those I mean, things they're, the they're same? The same. <laughs> That's it's exactly what Alejandro says. Aren't those the same thing? <laughs> uh, and he just says, Aren't, I, I would have to assume that they're both equally negative, uh, but we still have white supremacy groups not on the domestic terrorist list. Wait, Alejandro, aren't you admitting that you are a white supremacist, technically? That's the other thing I've been trying to make him understand is like his positions make him way more racist than I think he understands. You like, are literally black, saying... Oh, black people need your help? What the fuck? What do you mean black people need your help? But he's also literally saying that his skin color carries a higher... Uh, some privilege to it, so a higher status to it. So that creates a hierarchy, which means you are claiming that you are superior to other people. I know you're gonna say no, but yeah, it, look, it's 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 something you are saying without even realizing it. I'm not saying that in a mean again, way. I'm just saying like that is literally what you're saying. It's a, another uh, like point that I've tried to make. I'm like, dude, look, I, I like, 
I say things in our conversations or, or arguments rather that, you know, when clipped out, like is done nowadays, it could be taken as like racist, I guess, you, especially framed in a different context. But um, ultimately, I'm being honest about my feelings and he knows me and he knows he'll say that's my favorite part is the, the I know you're not racist. But the things you're saying and the things you're saying you believe are racist. Like, and, you know, the fact that I can't change, he can't change my mind. Uh, it's a weird, it's, I feel like it's a weird struggle in his mind. Am I racist to my oldest friend in the world? I don't know. Uh, well, he says, he says with his words that he doesn't think so, but... Wait, he just again, said, I've like, driven around with drugs on me, and because the cops didn't assume I was up to no good, I got let go. But did the cops find the drugs? Well, that's, his, that's another thing, the, the white privilege thing. Because he's white, uh, he had drugs on him, and they didn't suspect he was... Uh, this has happened to me, too. Actually, they've suspected that I was up to no good, and I had drugs on me, and I got away. So, and I was drunk. So that that was one time. Wait, what anyway, are white? Wait, but, which white supremacy websites does Apex use for debate? I don't know. Uh oh, my father I sent me a. Uh, yeah. I have an example here that if if you know, can we agree that a lot of liberals are pro weed, pro four twenty, they're looking yes. for weed. When they see a black person walking around, they assume they know where to get weed. So. That right there, <laughs> that right there can be considered racist. And actually, it yeah. can be offensive depending on which black person you say that to. Because you just assume That's... that I have weed or know how to find find weed or buy it because I'm black. Right. That's a that's a good example. Okay, he's uh, not saying. Either I I was just thinking it recently because I remember like you people used to always ask me. I'm like, dude, I have no idea where to get it at. Like. And if I ask people things, the police, they won't tell me anything. So, <laughs> okay, he's hmm. saying he didn't get searched, so that's why they didn't suspect you're up to no good. If they found drugs on you, they would arrest you if it's illegal and, in your state. And also, you're saying you get your weed illegally, Alejandro. So you're kind of contradicting yourself because no, he's not. He, he's saying no. He's saying he's making his point. He's saying that he's engaging in illegal activity. And because he didn't act, rather, in his in what he's saying, his arguments angle, because he, by his skin color, he doesn't look suspicious, they didn't bother to look further to find the drugs that he was illegally carrying and had illegally obtained. Boy. Which, again, ha has happened to me. I won't say because I'm white, but because when I get pulled over, I learn to talk to the police with respect and not, yeah. uh, you know, try to pretend like... Uh, you know anything other than what i am afraid of the cops because the cops are scary and... here's here's a big here's a big thing though too uh for your for your consideration uh alejandro to to me it's more a, appearance technically than anything else yeah. right perception if, is if, reality if you're if you're a black man but you're you know clean cut and uh you know dressed decently uh you know like looking normal you're not gonna get, get harassed 
versus I'm gonna if, wait versus go ahead, if, go ahead, go ahead. if Versus if you're a white guy, but you're, you know, looking like a tweaker, you're all, you know, ratted out and, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of looking sketchy, then well, cops are sketchy too, though, and they don't get harassed. So I don't understand where this random harassment thing's coming from. Well, well no, well, no, but what I'm saying is I, th- is in my experience from what I've seen, it seems to be like more that type of appearance that cops go after than color so well yeah they they look for the disheveled they look for the fucking dilated pupils they look for the i mean the, the shit that they're supposed to be trained to look for and you know one of the things that i stood firm on originally in my arguments with him was that racism wasn't real and i i mean obviously that's not true uh, because prejudice is real and prejudice is just another word or you know racism is just a, an extension of prejudice every living thing on the fucking planet has prejudice period it's just how we're built but it doesn't mean it has to be violent and that was one of the arguments i've been making to him about america in my perspective of it is that you know you can't stop racism to try to is going to create uh, an environment so much worse than you think is going to come of it because the ideals of, of freedom of speech is the ideals of freedom of thought, uh, which I may have said on the show before, but if you can't speak freely, then you're inherently can't think freely. And that in, there encompasses uh, a lot of danger, you know, uh, in a lot of ways, you know, giving chaos chaos only gives the bad people power and that's what's happening right now and when you assume that a certain group might think something is racist you have actually been prejudiced by thinking that way when trump said that um, that city in baltimore was dirty and trashy and people didn't want to live there when people assume oh that's racist but it's because it was a black um is he he mayor is he black mayor he passed away um, they assume because he was black, he was attacking black people because black people live there. That's not what was being said. And to me, I'm like, that's actually offensive, but that's not what he said. So you were assuming that it's black people just because of that. Donnie, that's an ex. That's an, now, that's an ex. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> some of criminals um, and murders and rapists at the border, you guys gave that title to a particular group. So that right there in yourself, and you, when you said that and assumed that he's talking about just Mexicans, even though there's all kinds of races that come up through the border, you guys, not your friend, I'm not directly said your friend, but people in general yeah. say that that's a particular race. That act in yourself, doing that is racist and pre- or prejudice. Uh, that, is, you're, that is exactly right, because it's just like recently when our president said these thugs and criminals uh, looting and burning buildings down need That's to be racist. stopped. And right, because thugs automatically, uh, I'm assuming because it was perpetuated by all of the fucking mainstream news channels, became a racial slur. Even though Obama used the term thugs uh, previously in his presidency, Bush Obama used the, the term thugs. What's that? And Obama said the N word with ER at the end. <laughs> well yeah and the thing too is I've noticed again this is something the right 
I think, and I've said this before, sucks at until recently is language. The left controls language. How do they do that? Academia. It's not history anymore. It's revisionist history. Thomas Jefferson um, was a slave owner. You people have white guilt. America was racist. America was never that great. They all use this specific language that is carefully constructed and it trickles down. They don't believe in trickle-down economics, but they sure as hell use trickle-down language. You look at everything they do. Like, look, in in 24 hours, we went from um, just sort of Black Lives Matter protests to... There's a language again, Black Lives Matter. Um, to, we need to fund police, defund police. Then went to abolish police. It's very specifically engineered, curated language. Because stuff like that is simple, it's punchy, it's provocative, and it's a slogan. Somebody creates it and it gets passed down the echelons. This is how these things always work. Or March for Our Lives. The Parkland thing is super engineered. These kids get plucked out, and then they have all these pretty t-shirts and logos and, like, fucking water bottles made with their <laughs> shit on it. And they're going all around all these places or these events that with massive massive stages and TVs and everybody's there. And, and all these protesters are coming out with brand-new batons. Uh, Antifa's brand-new batons at these Black Lives Matter protests. Um is so engineered and at the end of the day the biggest control of it is language because language controls thought thought controls language they understand this very well and the right has absolutely sucked at it till a marketing guy came into the scene which is trump and he brought new fresh solid punchy visual language like make america great again Every word is strong and and has like a cadence to it. Is punchy. Build the wall. Build the wall. It's visual. It's provocative. It sums up immigration like three in two. Yeah, three words. I can't count. Um, <laughs> and he has so many commercials. Like he has well, like Super Bowl. He has Super Bowl like level commercials. Like funny ones. Well, yeah. and and well, and and echoing what Sean said. I mean. Andrew Breitbart was saying the same thing for you yes. know years before he died. Politics is downstream from pop culture, and I will say this: I know my audience doesn't, you know, part of my audience doesn't really like him, but I will say that as of the last month or so, I'm starting to see the old Ben Shapiro, the one that I that the one that I knew in the the one that I know and love reemerge a bit because he's been bringing up a lot of uh, Andrew's old points. And um, I even heard Ben today, like talk about the reason why Republicans keep losing is because they don't focus on culture and Trump is the only one who has, I actually heard him. I actually heard him say that I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So. Well, see, here's the thing. I think what conservatives need to stop doing, though, in regards to that, because I do agree with what you're saying, but I think the next step is action. We are always best when it's action. Words are great. Okay, but where's the action? The left for some, is really sort of, um, I don't want to say they're bold with their actions, but they are less hesitant. 
the right's like, oh, we don't do culture. You know, we, we don't make jokes. We're serious. We're, we're articulate. And we're, uh, this, like, this is a debate club sort of conservative. It's just kind of boring and hasn't really gotten us anywhere. Like, these stupid think tanks. Like, what have they done? Nothing. Um, you have people that come into the fray like Milo, like Crowder, like Gavin. They're funny. That are interesting. You need more of that. And you need to actually... What we need to do really is somebody that goes out and like finds future people like that and helps them. I mean, that's what we kind of try to do on this show. What was that? What do you think I've been doing all these? What do you think I've been doing all these years? Really? Has that been your conquest? Well, I mean, so my my kind of whole thing. I mean, why I'm here is as i've explained before like i'm a guy who's who was interested in comic books and like pop culture and movies and just like goofing around with my friends in high school you know in middle school slash high school up until you know at the up until obama ran for president and we started seeing uh all this you know like pop culture you know, like the this newspeak pop up, you know, with like, uh, you know, with like hope and change, and you know, like all these empty slogans. Well, what the hell is that? And you know, then like it started to become, it started to become like inappropriate for my friends and I just make jokes with each other, you know, at the lunch table. And I I was told that like, oh, I shouldn't make disparaging jokes. I I shouldn't call myself a cripple because I was disparaging my myself, and I shouldn't do that. So, so you, you know, weren't allowed to make fun of yourself. <laughs> base basically, and it just got it just got worse. You know, like like thank God I graduated high school when I did, because soon afterwards, like the high school, you know, that I went to really started to push like the trans stuff, you know, thing hard and. You know, like it just like I said, I'm glad I left Colorado when I when I did. But I mean, my whole thing is basically I've I've always considered myself a con a conservative, you know, a conservatarian. But I've also always done my best to be a nice, you know, guy too. And I'm not out to really hurt anyone, you know. But like I'm going to stand firm with my beliefs. I'm going to treat you know everyone with respect. But if but if these Marcus, you know, try and come after me, well, they're going to get lit up. So, you know, ver verbally at least. Mm -hmm. So, Well, it's like that. See, reminds me kind of, we've all seen it. The image of those two, um, that, that couple in St. Louis when Black Lives Matter tried to storm their mansion and they came out with fucking guns and you had like, it was something out of either Miami Vice it, or Scarface. It, it was it, like it looked. It looked like the cover of the new fucking GTA. Is what it looked like. <laughs> yes, there was a meme with that. It was like GTA St. Louis and show the bod there. I mean, okay, it's fucking funny. Like it is hilarious to look at. But if if what we are seeing in Florida happens everywhere, like if there's all Thomas zones in multiple cities which i'm still predicting is going to happen what you saw at that mansion 
is a is foreshadowing of what's going to come more. More people are going to be buying guns. More people are going to be stocking up. Because if you don't have cops, you only have you. So you're going to have to defend yourself. And if anything, you know what? That might make people a little bit tougher. That, But... I don't, but the other problem is it also makes the other side more radical. And what I am concerned about, and this is something I think that nobody's talking about, and nobody's talking, and if they are talking about it, they're not talking about enough. Because I'm seeing before my eyes people I know that were moderate, people I know that were just Trump supporters, that are going far right, that are going like beyond Groiper. Almost like yeah. dabbling with yep. white nationalism. Yep. And it's yeah. I've, I've seen yeah. a lot of that too. Well, I mean, fuck, that's what that's what happened with Owen Benjamin, you know, pretty much. I mean, I hate to nah. keep bringing him I hate <laughs> the O I hate to I hate to keep bringing bringing him up, but he and is Owen the, doesn't Owen doesn't count because Owen is a grifter. Owen doesn't believe anything he says. Well Owen has a mental money. illness too. Like I many I, of them or I, allegedly I, I would say this is now a um I guess. I believe he has a mental illness. But I'm talking about people like, I was just looking at one of the chats I'm in where somebody was ranting about, like, he's like, you know, the people that have power of you are the people you can't criticize. Like Israel. And I'm like, oh no. This is a guy that never would say this stuff. Now he's going hard at it. And I'm like, look, I will acknowledge Israel has a lot of influence in the world and a lot of influence on American politics. Whether that's good or bad, you can decide, whatever. But these holes that these people are going down, these rabbit holes, are dangerous. Because we, if there's one thing I will agree with Stefan on, when he got banned on YouTube, we're going to talk about the tech censorship soon, too. Soon, because there's been a lot of major bans over the past few weeks. Oh, I oh I have a lot to fucking say (laughs) about that. I thought you might have something to say about that. Um, But he put a video out on Twitter where he's telling people he's like look I'm you know he was just saying like I'm just trying to have conversations bring some sanity and he ended like with don't be tempted by extremism don't eat that tempted fruit basically and that is what I'm seeing in people and it's like look I'll even admit I feel like it's I've the goal a man more extreme I've gone a little bit more but not this far but I think you're right Apex I think this is the point of it partially it's like maybe an unintended consequence, but I think some people are smart enough to know this is what would happen. Listen, we, we have, I'm not even exaggerating when I say my oldest friend and my best friend in the world in the chat, who we be, who I vehemently disagree with on a lot of current social issues, but we are best and oldest friends. So if that doesn't display just exactly how perfectly this whole, you know, uh, divide and conquer thing is working. I don't know. I don't know what will, uh, you know, but I mean, at least for, from, for me, from my perspective, from, from where I sit, it's like, it is profound to me because the things we talk about seem so clear to me, but I can't, there's, the numbers are so uh, manipulatable. So it, depending on, where they come from and you know like oh the numbers from this year show this well like yeah but that's one year but oh well what about the crack cocaine epidemic that was implemented by the government you know 
40, 50, 60 years ago. Did, don't you think that, you know, affected? Well, sure it did, but like that doesn't, that doesn't mean that like racism is the biggest problem for anybody right now or has been for, for many years. I mean, do people deal with it? Yeah, uh, they do. <laughs> As a white man, I have actually dealt with it, mostly from Asian people who get really shitty with me because I'm white and I don't speak whatever language they speak. I, 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 I get it. I get it from, I get it from Mex, I get it from Mexicans a lot. I get now, it from some Mexicans too. There's quite a lot of, now, a, a quite dense Hispanic uh, uh, population around me. Go ahead. Now, now, to, now to be clear, yes, I am specifying, I am specifying Mexicans specifically <laughs> because I live, I live in Florida and there are lots of Cubans, uh, around me cubans never give me any any grief uh um you know i i one of my closest friends is from guatemala originally he never gives me any grief it's always it's always the mexicans in particular who give me a hard time because i don't see i don't see speak spanish and those and they're always like dude you 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 should like they're not even nice about it. like you know like you should learn like you know like why haven't you you know learn Spanish? There was like, dude, you you should take Spanish because like Mexicans are a big part of the population and you know like it's a thing now in the U.S. So you need to you need to it's basically like they act like you know they're entitled and it's like no, it's like that makes me want to learn spanish less because of your shitty attitude so i've gotten, I've gotten more racism from black people than anybody period hands down easy wait but Most yeah but but yeah. donnie but donnie that's in that's impossible yeah i can't supposed to be racist i'm like yes Yes, black people can be racist. And I've gotten most well, even before the Trump era, like even before all of that, I've you know people have said things. Even even like you know no politics involved, I've still gotten it. I'm, I'm never black mm. enough. Um, racism does not have a color. Again, racism is just a finer point to prejudice. So different color, different sex different hair color, different eye color, different fucking region of the world, different language. They all matter to all of us, period. Whether the degree it matters to is the, is the thing that is really the argument at this point. They all, they all matter. I don't care what you say. Everyone judges internally, some harsher than others, but we all do it. It's, it's literally part of being a living thing. Uh, at least on but, this planet, in this realm. But it doesn't realm. come from hate, though. No, it doesn't have to. That's the whole point, is, you know, judging... That's that's what's so dangerous about all this shit, in, in my perspective, is, like, like, of course racism exists. Of course people judge people by their skin color, and again, by their hair color, by the shape of their body, by the, uh, you know, their complexion, whatever. You know, that happens on so many levels every single day. And to assign one of those things, skin color, specifically to hate, which, again, 
we've as we've discussed, a, a, a good chunk of our population is that skin color. And there, you know, there's always young people coming. I mean, it, it's a victim mentality thing. Like, yes, we all deal with adversity and racism is going to be one of them. And yet, you know what, you might be more likely to deal with some racism as an African-American or as a, uh, a minority, let's say, in this country. But I don't at know about this that. point, well, I'm, I'm just I'm just speculating. But at this point, say that's true for whatever fraction of a percent that it is true for. That's not your biggest problem. And it isn't. And it hasn't been for decades. In my, in my estimation, again, as a, a privileged white man with fucking nothing to his name, <laughs> but an Internet connection. <laughs> and a phone to talk to you guys uh it's it, i mean it 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 baffles me and i don't i am the most empathetic person i know and it's actually my most damning trait cuz um but i can't i can't just hand out victim cards to people i will listen if you've been victimized in any way uh and i will do what i can to help you and i of course will empathize with that but i am not just going to broad stroke just because of your fucking skin color and say that you're oppressed. Not in this country. Not, oh, yeah, not in the country exactly. I've grown up in. That's yeah, racist. And then the <laughs> thing is it's an accountability. So it's like, what can you do to change your own situation? So it, it, in, in how you react. So if someone says something that is supposed to be offensive, how do you react to it? So if you react, oh, I'm going to be emotional, I'm a victim, you know, okay, then how are you going to progress from you're going to be a victim. It's like, okay, someone's called me a name. Okay. Um, am I what they called me? No. Then move on. But then it's an also accountability thing. And so if, if, if you live in a terrible area and you're not getting that schooling, what are you doing to change that? Because there's people like my family who didn't stay in the area, who moved out somewhere else, who have a different story and lifestyle. So where, where's your accountability personally? what you're doing to improve your situation. You can't blame everybody else for why you're not doing anything or you're not getting the achievements that you think you deserve. If you're not doing those things, you do not deserve these achievements. And it doesn't matter what color skin you are. Like you said before, it doesn't matter. My thing is, you have to have the accountability. I saw something too is that a lot of these, because I saw this on Twitter a few days ago, a lot of liberals love, or leftists, love to trash on the whole white savior complex. You know, where it's like a, sometimes it's a trope in movies, intentionally or unintentionally, where a white guy comes uh -huh. in and saves the day for all the colored people. Um, and they also uh, believe it's a thing. Oh, wait. What what about Tyler Perry, where the reverse happened? <laughs> oh, well, that's okay, apparently. You can have yeah, a... Um, sure it is. city destroyed by Democrats. Yeah. Right oh, there. hey, Coconut. Oh, hi, Coconut. Hey. But, but, but all of it is ran by Democrats, even Tyler Perry's version. Well, they, the thing they do this whole thing, boo hoo, this person's life, and it's the same story. And you don't have to watch one. You watch one movie, and they're all the same. And it, and it's the same thing. And doesn't really like show a solution or how to make things better. It's just oh, someone's feelings got hurt, and some guy came in, and now she's happy. And we don't know how happy <laughs> they were like five weeks after it. It's just a movie. It's like an yeah. hour long movie. But the thing is, <laughs> they, they trash on this idea all the time. And yet, not only do they are they the ones that create it in movies, because nine hundred percent directors are fucking far lefties, but they actively do it 
in every other way they treat minorities. Like, it is beyond, like, anything else. Like, they are always trying to be a white savior because they think they have white guilt. And so they'll go around like, oh, you poor minority. They said the N-word to you. I must help you. I must do, I must tear down these statues and cancel this person. Yeah, and, like, ban this person from Twitter and ruin their life for you because you you can't handle this word. Well, how about what I was taught for when I was, let's say, bullied in school was to stand up for myself and not let let people Mm -hmm. have power over me and not Mm -hmm. let them use insults Mm -hmm. and words over me and have power to stand up for myself. Get help. Yes, that's fine. We all need a little helping hand sometimes, but don't be my white knight and i'm not saying white as in the racial sense but <laughs> necessarily but in the phrase it normally is knight in shining armor let's go with that one knight in shining armor we can use that but you get, i think everybody <laughs> gets my point which is like it, yeah, it's yeah. not helping anyone i am the biggest proponent of independence and you know personal growth and making some of yourself because that is strength that is American greatness. That's what's made this country awesome. It's what made successful civilizations. Yes, you can have your group. You can have your communities. Fuck whatever. Obviously, you can have both worlds. But at the end of the day, you need to be able to stand up for yourself. That's why we have people holding fucking like GTA Miami Vice style like weaponry coming out of their mansions <laughs> in Florida yeah. ready to pack some heat. Like because <laughs> it's, that's the American way. The the fucking memes surrounding oh, that have, have, funny. have been have been fun have been, have been... something something like, I wanted I... to touch on actually a few minutes ago before I forget again mm-hmm. is uh, we 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 started yeah. to touch on it and I wanted to interject it but uh, the idea of uh, you know culture and social behavior and stuff and how different cultures behave differently and how the idea of quote acting white and being forced to quote act white and how uh arguments i won't say my friend would make but many on his side would is that uh black conservatives are just acting white they're just pretending to be something they're not so so as to assimilate and soften uh whatever tensions may be there well that that last part whatever forget that last part but (laughs) the the idea that you're acting like something you're not which let me tell you right now i have forever acted like something that i'm not to get a job every job that i've ever gotten i have pretended to get it to some degree uh so i'm not sure how much uh Literally, that argument holds with this panel, but I've heard various uh, versions of it from my friend. So uh, I want to jump in. <clears throat> Go ahead. I must speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for every conservative. Um, this is how I grew up. This is how I speak. I'm not trying to be anything I'm not. I mean, I've got crap for my whole life for, you know, speaking the way I speak. And, um, you know, carry myself the way I do. I mean, I, I when guys sometimes hit on me that are black, they're like, oh, you're not into black guys. And I'm not really for sure why they're like, I usually dress like a sweatpants and t-shirts. I'm not really for sure like where they get that from. But, and and then when you're saying, so, hold on. 
So wait, so you have so I just want to I want to I want to clarify what I just heard from you. Are you saying that more of your the black community has judged you based on the way that you speak and the way that you act and the things that you believe uh, negatively than than any other part of uh, American life, right? Like the is that yes? I mean, fair fair to say, like mm-hmm. black dudes meet you and they're like, oh, you don't. You're not you're not into black dudes, uh, right? Because you you don't uh, fit speak the card. in a certain. What's that? I don't fit the bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! We'll see. What was it, what was the second part? Because I really want to answer the whole thing. For, like I actually I'll... at this point I don't remember. I was trying to divert because I, I I lost it too. Why well, what? Uh, <laughs> One thing, because since Coconut joined the chat, I just want to ask you, what did you think of Trump's speech? Well, if I'm going to give it my um, prerogatory analysis, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'd have to say and some critiques I could probably do on it. Overall, I think he was very strong. Um, he hit all the target arguments that I wanted him to hit, but I do think he should have, you know, sort of address what's you know going on with the people in congress right now and all the polling and all that stuff because his opinions are very strong towards him and stuff like that so seeing all these polls it's you know just like last year where you know he was losing in almost every poll in every state and then you know people were somehow surprised when he won i think it's going to be almost an exact replay of you know last year the dems are doing exactly what they did last year and just being like oh you know he's not going to win the re-election you know that's never going to happen there's never going to be a trump 2020 watch it happen this this is where he starts to gain ground again and this speech was a pivotal moment in him getting re-elected because one he wanted to make sure that was not you know grandstanding so he had only around an audience of about a thousand people he didn't want any more he didn't want any less he wanted to make sure that that amphitheater actually knew what he was speaking about without him you know booming in a loud stadium or an arena Mm -hmm. just about him he wanted to be specifically on that mountain and he wanted to make a statement right there and there well Um, i oh sorry finish go ahead Oh, exactly. Oh, no, it just gave me an idea, which is that, and I mentioned this earlier, when I saw the notification that he was going to be speaking at Mount Rushmore today, I thought, that's fucking perfect. The optics, the image of the president on 4th of July with a monument behind him, a monument of American yeah, one of greatness. Our biggest. Yeah, our biggest monument that's still standing and can't be torn down unless they go, like, and, you know, fucking like Black Lives Matter rents a plane one day and you know shoves up the nose of George Washington <laughs> yes. all they need is some dynamite that's how they made the Richie Rich episode of where they you know climbed into Mount Richie and blew it up or something they're very and then all they found in there was like gold shoes <laughs> I've not seen that but they're very well, well made well, did you co- say Richie Rich yeah well, holy co- shit well coconut head I I I do know that, like, I do know that Team America World Police yes. have have their have their headquarters inside Mount Rushmore. Hey, so. you know, I'm all for the, you know, they're making the next um, national treasure right now. It's gonna be great. Um, 
you know, I bet it's going to go back to Mount Rushmore, given all that circumstance. It's going to be like uncovering a gem or something. It should be great, but... Uh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 they're, they're, they're still making those? Yeah, they're making a National Treasure 3. The oh, yeah, they it. are. That is true. Yes. Yeah, along with the next Indiana Jones. So, so uh, what is... So what is Nicholas? Go ahead, Sam. So what is, so what is Nicholas Cage trying to to steal his reputation back? I don't know, but I'm all for it. I'll pay to go to the theater. I'm not afraid. I'm there for the whole entire shit show. COVID won't stop you. <laughs> exactly. I'll hell. I'll buy that movie theater if I, if I have to just to sit in it. Yes. Well, 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 ha well, heck, they canceled. Uh, they canceled Bond. 26 they can't uh, cancel me can't cancel Nick cage <laughs> uh, i'm i'm going i'm going i'm going to make them uh really Nick 26 for me no hey i i hey i actually like nicholas cage but i also like making fun of them too no you matter know, how stupid so. the movies are i love them <laughs> It's like, like well, you better things. bet when I was in Philadelphia next to Independence Hall, I was reenacting the first movie. You know, I was getting all up there, being like, "Ooh, I'm Nicolas Cage." You know, trying to steal that you know document and stuff. I was, I was all about that life. No, you need to. No, no, no. When you're in Philly, you gotta do the Rocky steps. That's what you have to do if you want to reenact a movie. See, scene. I didn't go there. It was raining. Wow. Yeah. That, that I, was I, was, I was staying downtown next to City Hall. Oh, nice. I mean, I live like 20-30 minutes away from Philly, so I yeah, I didn't want to walk. I'm nobody does want to walk there. So, so Sylvester Stallone to me is is to uh, Sylvester Stallone is to me as uh, Nicolas Cage is to Coconut Head. I don't I don't really care how many memes are made out of Sly. I fucking love him and. You know, also talk about someone who, in real life, kind of going back to Donnie's point, talk about someone who has actually had to face, you know, struggles and challenges in his life. Yeah. You know, he, you know, he, he and his brother both grew up poor. Um, like I, I don't think Sly had an education at all. He, he was basically, he was basically like homeless when he wrote the Rocky screenplay and he wrote that in three days and then pitched it to his studio because he was going to be like homeless or something like hey he, you know it's all about beating me in my icebox he uh <laughs> that's he, all you gotta do <laughs> apparently he, and climb some yeah. steps <laughs> and punch and, some and, meat yeah hey yeah and also and also you know drink some you know, eggs too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, may, maybe chase some chickens. So. What I was saying though, till we went on like the longest and why like windiest tangent ever there was Mount Rushmore and the <laughs> optics of the speech. <laughs> it, was per it was already perfect. The stage was set perfectly, but then he unveils, and this is the thing: Trump is best when he's doing action and i will say look i love the guy i work for the guy but i think the country needs some big action from him and Dad. i know with his poll numbers 
appearing to be going down. I'm not even going to say they were, like, if support was actually going up or down. Yeah, I don't buy them either. It's China. And I have a bunch of actually um, insights I'm going to give in a second. It is China. There is. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the shy comms, yeah. Have a lot to say about them. Oh, we're, we're, yeah, we'll get into the censorship soon, speaking of Tricoms, but um, the thing is, with with his um, like current state or perception of how he is, he needs to do something, some sort of action to kind of re, re recharge the base, recharge the campaign, and re-energize. That's where I'm actually looking for. Re-energize the base, re-energize the campaign. This play was so perfect it was on the 4th of july it was with mount rushmore in the background a one of the greatest monuments in the world and he announces he's going to make a national garden of american heroes and he's going to he, apparently there's a list i think you might see in coconut head in the cr chat yeah of I saw people. It. it's beautiful this is like it's, I, it says it's going to include so i'm assuming it's not limited to but i'm going to read them off since uh you guys probably haven't seen it yet John Adams, solid. Susan B. Anthony, solid. Clara Barton, solid. Daniel Boone, solid. Joshua Lawrence, Chamberlain, Henry Clay, David Crockett, Davy Crockett, Frederick Douglass, Amelia Earhart, Benjamin Franklin, Billy Graham, Alexander Hamilton, Thomas Jefferson, Martin Luther King Jr., Abraham Lincoln, Douglas MacArthur, Dolly Masson, James Masson, Krista uh, Mc- McLeffy. Actually, I haven't heard of that one. Terrible. Uh, Audie Murphy, George Patton uh, Jr., Ronald Reagan, Jackie Robinson, Betsy Ross, Antonin Scalia, Harriet uh, Beecher Stowe, Harriet Tubman, Booker T. Washington, George Washington, and Orville and Wilbur Wright. (laughs) That is American greatness. And that's what Trump has always, in my mind, symbolized American greatness. A guy that make became wealthy and gave back to the world gave back to his country has built great things done great things and is now president and is the ultimate form of giving back sacrificed everything for the greater good of the country and has embodied american greatness america first our manufacturing our strength our military our culture our history everything that's what he's all about is american greatness and this is like this is better than a fucking presidential library this is american greatness and this is culture to kind of tie everything back together that's what i'm really clicking in here now is that this is a cultural um action right here and that is what is critical about him is that he's a cultural president something we haven't seen probably since reagan really and this is a bold i would agree that is going to be very just i mean i don't think people realize how powerful shit is yet it is, and the left can attack him and then disagree and be like, well, we should have these people on there and these people and these people so they can, so they can stall it from taking a long amount of time for it to happen. How much are you going to bet the that they culturally... want George Floyd in there? They're going to want George Floyd in there. Oh, oh yeah. Hilarious. Dude, that would, be, listen, that would, be, that would I would wear horns around my fucking neck and honk them every 30 seconds because i would i would i would submit to the matrix at that point this fucking clown world um <laughs> shit i forgot what i was gonna say now well My let bad. me go say something Donnie, did you have no, anything you good. to say you good 
What was that? Did you have something else to say? Because I, I heard another thought coming out there. No, no, I, I, know, I think. She, yeah, she apologized for, you know, yes, imaginarily so. interrupting me, which okay. she didn't do. So. Um, one, then how about then we transition into um, a contrast to American greatness, big tech. Which, look, tech, these tech companies start off fantastic and create fantastic oh. things. But recently, I think little uh, Sam's twin here has um, some things to say about it, put mildly. So I'm going to give you the floor and just have at it. Yes. So a couple of things I want to address here. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> You're not coming out of the closet, are you? Oh, I oh I'm 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 the silence there. Was I'm coming deafening. out I'm I'm coming out of the I'm coming out of the closet as a proud, Oh my god, that just broke me. As a proud uh, unapologetic <laughs> American, <laughs> as a western chauvinist, as a straight white male oh, who <laughs> We already know you're straight. <laughs> who's uh, who, who's yeah, cutting across? Who will who will not who will not apologize for loving America? Or uh, women? Or or no? Oh yeah, especially with women. No, uh, no, no apologies, no apologies there. So, uh, so now and, that we have to punch uh, you and like you have to name five cereals. Well, that's the other thing. So, um, so as many of you may know from my uh, Twitter, you know, from my Twitter status, I I was uh, Sam Whitfield has been banned from Discord currently, and as his twin brother, I am speaking for him. Uh, what was he banned for? He was banned for targeted harassment, according to Discord, which when he, which when Sam emailed him, emailed Discord about what that entailed, they couldn't give a specific, uh, you know, uh, instance, but said, well, we already explained this to you when you're, you know, in the initial email we sent you. Um, I was, or I should say Sam was banned for merely being in a Discord that had Gavin McGinnis's name on it. Now, let me also say this, because I know that part of my audience doesn't like Gavin. Some people think Gavin is a grifter. We can debate Gavin. How the fuck is all... Gavin a grifter? We 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 can we can debate Gavin and the and the Proud Boys and all that some other day. I'm happy to do that, but we had a community of people from all around the world who are conservatives, who are patriots, who love America, who love the West, and who more than that, like. All we would do in that in the Gavin McGinnis Discord was basically talk like about like everyday life. It it really wasn't even that political. It was, I mean, we had a political section, but more often than not, it was like, "Hey, how are how is your day going?" You know, like, uh, 
you know, like how's how's work, you know, like we would talk like personal stuff on there. It was a it was a place where people would, you know, like share news of pregnancies and like starting families. Well, and well, now, what can you can you personally attest for every single post that happened in that Discord though? I I cannot to play, I, to play the devil's advocate here. I cannot. Of of course, I can't personally attest to every single post. And I and I and I will say, for the record, and as my friend Jimmy, who ran the Discord, as he had said on his YouTube channel, yes, we did have we did have a few people who went alt right and gripery, um, and who started to, you know, do the whole oh, was it really six million? You know, uh, six million. Which we which we all know, and I'm I'm sorry, but we all know that that's Holocaust denial. Yes, the Holocaust did fucking happen. We all know it did. Um, which is the overall well, wait a minute. point. Now, if we dig up my 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 uh, my Hitler Youth grandfather, uh, he would disagree with you. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I and yeah, and I and I and I and I have no problem desecrating his corpse because I'm pretty. Sure... <laughs> Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that my grandfather killed a couple of Nazis in in the war, but that, but he, that he might, he might have killed my great grandfather. But uh, but to be real, <laughs> but but that that but that aside, um, you know, like were there were there some troublemakers in that Discord? Uh, yes, perhaps. The thing that galls me is that is that the admin team there did the best job of any admin team I can think of in like making sure that we followed the terms of service, making sure that we were in the uh, you know clear. But at the end of the day, it wasn't good enough because uh, well, no, you know no no it won't be it won't be especially now because. I mean, it's from Stefan Molyneux to Gavin McGinnis to fucking uh, to Mr. Medicare's good friend on Twitter, Mr. Anti-Bully, who's been on Twitter for a very long time, uh, finally got banned. And he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't say anything inflammatory or derogatory, but he has been challenging a lot of narratives for a long time uh, and pushing out you know, lesser known info on various topics. So that can't be had, you know? I, I mean, I think this, I think, excuse me, I really do think that we're just getting started on all of this stuff. I think that the first platform, Parlor is a fucking honeypot if I've ever seen or heard of a honeypot. Fuck hey. Parlor. The first D Live. Uh, or you know what the the first stream dot me that comes back out and grows off of a platform of actual free speech and actual um go ahead somebody's oh, no, got I was something just to coughing. say sorry my mic sensitive oh okay no it sounded like you're like oh no no it's not true <laughs> no but no I don't think it's <laughs> 
<laughs> what Sam not uh, being straight? Yeah, it's definitely not true. Damn it! Oh, no, I'm <laughs> I, I I've, have... o- I've only I'm only gay for Apex Gamma and Johnny Arcade. Oh so... shit! The secret is well, out. One way street, Sammy. Um, it's a one no, way street I... that only your wheels travel. All right. Why do you have some disagreements on Parlor? But I'll explore that later. I'll let um Sam yeah. keep going down this uh, Discord rabbit hole. Well, so here's here's what I will say to you. I'm actually going to create like a let's see. Um, so the so here's the here's the thing with the whole Gavin McInnes Discord, right? I do want to answer a few questions that I've gotten over over the past couple of weeks on Twitter and I've done a couple of videos on this but a lot of people have asked if Gavin was actually in the discord and the question is and the and the answer that to that question is sort of um, Gavin I mean so the so, so the discord was not started by Gavin at all it was started by uh, Jimmy aka Hajim who has been on my program before jimmy is from great britain he's uh 22 or 20 23 now i think he was 22 when i first met him uh he he basically likes to chain smoke and drink um and drink stella artois because he's a badass like that and he he loves he he loves Jimmy is British and he loves America more than most Americans love America, at least on on the left for for sure. Um, but he's the one who started the Discord, um, and he was also mod on R slash Gavin McGinnis before that got uh, banned. So the Gavin McGinnis Discord wasn't like started by Gavin or Ryan. It was completely independent, so we were all in there. And in fact, today would have been the one-year anniversary of the Gavin McGinnis Discord if uh, if it were still online. And um, oh, go ahead. Good. No, I was just um, going to say my my personal opinion on this most recent wave of censorship goes hand in hand with all of the corporate fucking fallen lockstep with Black Lives Matter and diversity, inclusion task forces. Uh, My incredibly rural and Christian-based company have started, well, first of all, they just swapped CEOs uh, at the beginning of this year to some fucking idiot that's been in like seven other companies, like every other goddamn CEO in corporate America. I think he worked for Walmart or something before. But anyway, now we've got a, we literally have diversity and inclusion training. Uh, I got that, guess, believe it or not, in the deep south of Texas as a little kid by my parents in my uh, community. I know what diversity means. I know what inclusion means. I know what not judging fucking people means. I don't need the people that pay me to tell me how to treat people. Uh, just like I don't need the company that I work for telling me that I have to uh, inhibit my my uh, oxygen intake because I don't show any symptoms, and I've verified legally twice 
that I don't show any of those symptoms, nor have I interacted with anybody that does. You know, it's it, it all speaks to the same thing. Corporate America is the biggest disease, in my opinion, on uh, American society. Not all of it as a whole, obviously, but the the deep tendrils that you know yep. uh, that run deep. Uh, and I mean, you could call it all, all many things. Uh, some would uh, some would, in some communities would call it Jewish. Some would call it Soros. Some would call it uh, white supremacist. Some would call it uh, other things that I can't think of off the top of my head. But there is a top down. Um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's not discrimination. It's a uh, oppression. That's what it is. It's a top-down oppression from uh, an elite that nobody can really put their finger on. I mean, it really comes down to money and control we, of it. But the uh, the the other the other thing too is, I I want to make this clear too. The 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 Gavin McGinnis Discord was in no way. Affiliated with, affiliated with the Proud Boys, uh, either. That, and that, that was the and point, that... actually. That was the point, actually, that I was trying to make. I think this current wave of banning goes hand in hand with this, this, this support, this widespread support of Black Lives Matter by uh, corporate America, and every oh. fucking tendril of it. They're scared. They don't want their shit burned down. They don't want the fucking angry mobs coming for them. But they also you know, want to want to be socially aware and yeah. active for well, the youth. I don't think it's well, anything to do with Proud Boys, really. I think it's just, look, Discord, of all, I first of all, I want to make clear, Discord's a fantastic platform. It's the best communication app out there. And they have been okay that's, with that's, the band. That's the problem. Yeah, that is the problem. Is it all the best platforms yeah. Some eventually have the worst uh, speech policies? But the thing is, Discord, the only time they ever did a big purge w before this was after Charlottesville. They banned Identity Europa and a bunch of our white nationalists, white supremacists, white identitarian accounts and servers. Now, do I think those people should be banned? No, I think we should allow all types of speech, no matter how ugly it is, so that people can be exposed to it and change people's minds. But the mm -hmm. point is... They actually did target who they say they were going to target at that time. It wasn't like with Twitter where they're like, uh, or like, well, not Twitter, but these other groups, they'll be like, Milo's a white nationalist, Milo's a white supremacist, ban him. Or um, Candace Owens is a white supremacist, ban her. It's not these ridiculous, like, fake Nazis. Like, they found and banned people that did believe this crazy shit. But recently they're doing guilt by associations what it seems like for me and that's yep. a big problem is because well, it does sound think... like a lot of groypers a lot of white supremacist nationalists did infiltrate the gavin server stuck around too long that's mm -hmm. the vibe i'm getting even if it was only like one percent of the server but discord goes oh they're white supremacists in here let's ban the whole server that's what i'm yeah my well take is. Well, and and, yeah. and and to that end, because Sean, I, you you brought up a good point, and I I want to focus on that real quick. Yes, we did have some trouble. We did have troublemakers, and the admin team fucking banned all of them. Like, you know, like we were 
like the admins were 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 doing a good job of placing their own server and making sure that you know we were within the terms of service um you know like there were there were people now here's the really scary thing and i i mentioned this in videos before but they did not ban a few people who were in the server they banned the entire server not only that yeah but that i but I confirmed today, I confirmed today, believe it or not, that they actually banned accounts that had left the Gavin McGinnis Discord prior to uh, it and being banned. Again, again that, that just, to me, that just speaks to exactly what I was saying. That is just the fear response of this overwhelming or, or apparently overwhelming so, cultural movement. So right Sean, now. I mean, I hate to I hate to say this, but I hope you have a I hope you have a backup dis I hope you have a backup Discord account because I know I invited you. I know you weren't active in the in the GMD very much, but yeah, make sure your backup account is ready. I actually do have so. a backup one, um, which is a nice thing too. You know, even if you do get banned from a Discord from Discord, unlike Twitter, you can create another account. With Twitter, when you're banned, you're gone forever. You cannot come back I, on yeah, the platform. I really do think, though, man, that this is just going to evolve. Like, we're just going to... This shit is going to get oppressive. And people with the ability uh, and a, a little bit of capital are going to raise more capital. And they're going to start a better platform based more on the, the foundation. And, and then guess what? In 10 years... That fucking company is going to be exactly where Twitter is, exactly where Discord so. is right now, and then a new one is going to start. That's the American way. I don't think so way. for the cases of Twitter and Facebook because those have gotten so big. I mean, the number yeah, of users that's true. I mean, on yeah, there that's true. Is, is, is astronomical. Parler is by far the best, has the best chance of an alternative, but Parler still looks like it's in the beta phase. It still doesn't have trending hashtags. It, is, it feels very empty. But the bright sides I do see is that it is not just banned people on there. You have Ted Cruz on there. You have Rudy Giuliani. You have a bunch of really big names. Eric Trump. Um, Brad Parscale. Yeah. Like, it has really yeah. big names on there. They were at CPAC. I think I mentioned this before. Um, I got one of their tote bags. Somebody's clearly funding Parler. They clearly got some good connections and yeah, persuade people to get on board. And and look, as someone who also is a technical writer, or rather majoring in technical writing, I know I know a bit about apps. And yes, I know that I know that Parler has bugs, and I know that Parler has flaws. And believe me, they're they're well they're well aware of it. Yeah. But they're working. I think they're working out the kinks. This this is. Like Parler now is what Twitter is like, and in, in is like what Twitter was like back in two thousand and seven. It does. Okay, have but who's, who's, who's read the terms of service though? Uh, like, forget about the app, forget about the uh, mm. you know interface, the actual terms of service. Have you have you read those? Um. Yes. Okay. I, I have I have read those, and it's pretty much. And it's pretty much like a free speech platform, except for, 
And I mean, I know that some people won't like like this. And, and honestly, I think there's a specific reason why they're doing this. But the terms of service is like, you know, you can't dox people. You can't do all that. But they, they also say you can't um, post like porn. Um, and you post porn. You can post porn on Twitter. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You can post porn on Twitter. I, I, and so I, let me pull up, um, let me pull up parlors terms of, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good why idea. Don't you, why don't you do that? And I'll specifically their, uh, the, uh, the, the, um, you know, their, I, don't know, I their, their privacy and their, their, you know, I don't know, I don't know what it would be called, but their, their, specifically their freedom of speech area of their, the terms of service. I can't quote it because I read it like two days ago. See, the, I, only, but... re, the only way I do see Parler have any success is if he, if Trump moves on to it. It will only hey, take Trump at him. Like, he would have to fully migrate there. And the problem is he's not going to do it because he has no reason to do it. He has zero reason to do it. On Twitter, he has, what, 80 million followers now? Why would he move to a platform where there's where he can't reach people to reelect him? And to see his messages. Yeah, no way. It's like no that's way. the problem with these alternatives that I th- I have to say I think all these alternatives are a waste of time. They're good in the short I term, don't. but I think they're ultimately a waste of time. Because for example, Laura Loomer has almost like half a million or over half a million followers on Parlor, which is amazing, like amazing, and she's keeping her campaign rolling on there. Um, and I got to touch on her too because there's a he- really crazy bands happening with her. Actually, I will touch on that because that shows that proves my point, which is that Facebook and Twitter are here to stay for quite a while. They have a lot of people on it, and it is where you tap into audiences and it is where influence happens. You don't believe me? Facebook just banned anyone, anyone, for posting a Laura Loomer ad. You cannot advertise for the Laura Loomer campaign on Facebook at all. They know, because the Trump campaign did this, and future campaigns will do this, Facebook has a sophisticated targeting algorithm where you can specifically target ads to people and get people to come out and vote for you. It is used that way in the current year. And that's what Laura Loomer could easily do and could easily win her election through that. But they are banning anyone from running her ads. That is another level here. It just keeps getting worse. And I think the only way true regulation will happen is if everybody gets banned. And what I mean by that is... That's an interference in election, though. It is, yeah. Because her opponent has everything. It's not, you know, um, a fair playing field. But we... This is what Milo said when he came on our radio show uh, back in 26... Or 2019? Man, my timeline's off. 2019. And I totally agree with him. Is we need accelerationism here. We need Ben Shapiro banned. We need um, Dave Rubin banned. We oh, need oh, it, all it, these it, it's, it's it's coming. It's listen. Let me tell you. No, I don't, it's I, not. No, no. It, it believe me. I I've ac- I actually heard that a Ben Shapiro Discord got banned today. A Discord Again, is one thing, but we need a twi- we need Ben Shapiro's Twitter account banned. We need I, Joe Rogan banned on YouTube, which was kind of coming. 
and believe me i and believe me i think i think i think it is i think it is going to come here here's why because the left is going because the left is going so far left that it's not going to be good enough to have someone like joe rogan who wants to have a discussion with the other side or i mean help black lives matter hates israel do you think they're really going to allow Ben Shapiro, Super Jew, to uh, you know exist? Uh, you know, I think it is possible for, for very he long. could get banned, but I don't think it's highly likely because I, he is not. He doesn't trigger people. He really doesn't. He used to, but now I, he really doesn't. You need people that actually piss people off. There is then a and because those are the really effective people. That's when you get people like Oliver Darcy advocating uh to twitter directly to ban alex jones i see what i see what you mean i see what you mean sean but at the same time i don't listen i don't at least i didn't think i pissed people off until a few until a few days ago when some people were like good you should have been banned off uh discord i hope that i hope they take your twitter next so well, see, um, look, and that's what I'm saying so, is what you're saying is definitely possible. I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it will eventually happen. Because here's the thing, I think it can eventually happen because once you get rid of the, um, I don't want to call them even edgy because they're they're not really like edgy, edgy, but like I guess you say the edgier types like Gavin and Maya. Once you get rid of them, who's left? And, the, you know the 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 the, 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 the edgiest are still on there though. That's the crazy fucking thing too. But they're not. So, but nobody cares about them. See, that's the thing. It's, right. like, it's got to be people. That right, care about right, them. yeah. So, but then once you get rid of like you know the effective people, who are you left with? Like you're left with a lot of boring people, and you're left with a lot of people that like just tiny at, at small moments will like go over the line a little or approach the line a little bit. Those people will then become extremists in some people's eyes, and I think they will go. But I think, I think it's going to take a long time, though, and that's what I'm afraid of. But at the same time, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, with some people on the right going more radical, I don't think these people like Ben Shapiro are going to look radical enough anytime soon for the mob to go after. And that's, I, I bullshit. No. Because is 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 equivalent as the right is moving to the extreme, or maybe even exponentially more so. The left is moving to their extreme. What? So, what? You know, what's... well, 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 young white kids are like, oh shit, maybe I am a white supremacist. Uh, you know, there's. Uh, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I don't want to put. I don't want to put color on. I'm just saying, like, young people of of every race and creed are 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 splitting themselves based on these emotional. Uh, you know, false realities. Yeah, right apparently now. Kimberly Guilford just. It's very real. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but breaking news: Kimberly Guilford, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend, has tested positive for coronavirus. Uh, oh That's shit! In the chat, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I, CNN. No, so. hey guys, hey, I don't mean to, I don't mean to like cut this off, but I personally have got a dip. I uh, I got to work and. Uh, just a few hours actually oh so, okay no thanks, that, thanks that... for having me on as usual thanks for talking donnie dexter coconut uh sammy's good friend <laughs> y'all have a wonderful evening 
Sammy, happy fourth. Happy fourth. If I don't talk to to you guys, yeah. Sammy will. Oh, Sammy. Sammy will. Yeah. Sammy will give you a call tomorrow, Apex. That's what he wants God, me. That's what he wants God me bless to tell America, you. Uh, and God bless all of you. Have a great night. All right. So, um, do you, where were you in the Discord story? Is there any more to the story? Oh, oh yeah. There, there's, there's a, there's a. Well, there's there's not really too much more to the Discord story, but there there's a lot more to the story it's, itself, I guess. So the so basically now we have like an alternative. There is a Discord alternative that we're on. Um, I don't want to really you know reveal what it is uh, publicly, but there is an alternative like discord like server that one of the uh members how is actually hosting like on his own personal server that he has on his own because we have a few it we have a few it like people in in the group could you um, DM me which, the name to me so uh yeah i yeah i will um heck i'll 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 send you i'll send you links to a bunch of okay uh stuff um thanks have they looked at the telegram by chance uh no no but i will i will tell them about uh i mean there are a bunch of people who know what telegram is but i will certainly bring um that up i mean the thing of it is is discord like has a very unique layout and i mean this is pretty similar um mm-hmm. to discord but um i guess the the bigger point is is like there were people who like weren't even fans of gavin who just came into the you know discord sort of because like because you know hey like i'm john's friend you know or like i'm so-and-so's friend and i'm i'm a conservative you know too basically so you know like the the thing it is is like people are like oh well you wouldn't have gotten banned if you weren't in gavin's server and it's like well that's not the point the point is is like you know discord basically can now ban people you know with impunity and not even give people like a good reason why now so and say what you will about youtube but at least youtube gives you like warnings and stuff before they ban you that's the thing i don't like is when you break um some sort of guideline and they don't give you a warning they don't do strikes they just ban you and you're done that to me is kind of unfair because while i look i know ignorance is no excuse to break the law yeah yeah but with these online platforms with super long eulas that nobody reads with lots of rules they're very complicated i think it is only fair to at least give one warning well yeah and and specifically too it's like it's so what they said basically the email that i got and that everyone else in the discord got simultaneously was you're being banned because of targeted because of targeted harassment of individuals or groups 
Okay. Was it over the stuff you might have said about Owen? No, not no, not at all. Hmm. I mean, I mean that I mean that would that would make sense if if it, that would make sense if it were just me, but we're talking like we're talking five hundred to a thousand people were all banned for was like, Jimmy banned? Oh yeah, not only was not only not only is Jimmy banned, but Jimmy is IP banned as well. Ooh, what do you mean by Be that? Because, because well here well here's the thing. So so we knew that the we knew that the ban was coming once um <laughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. Um once you got we the coronavirus, we knew the ban was coming. <laughs> we 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 knew that the ban was coming once the black once the George Floyd thing happened because Discord did that whole, you know, we want the community to be, you know, more safe and inclusive, right? Like we knew it was coming because of Gavin, right? So the, so the Gavin McGinnis Discord got nuked about a week ago, right? So Jimmy basically had like a backup Discord template waiting in the background. And he invited us to the second Discord. And, and within like about another four days... That was when the second man happened, and and that's when they banned all of our accounts, not just Jimmy, which he was shocked by. I'm actually going to. Can you um, do you know? Can you play audio of of video yes. on? Yep. With your setup. Yep. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to send you, um, Jimmy's video about this because he'll. He will sum it up better probably than I than I can. If 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 you don't mind watching and sitting through it for the for the uh, audience. So how long is it? It's like it's like five or ten minutes. It's not like that long. Yeah, if it's five uh, minutes, I'll play the whole thing. If it's ten, I'll play like a little bit of it. Um, yeah, we have I, to I close mean, out somewhat soon because <laughs> I I have to admit this job I've been doing now, which you are all well aware of, um, it's pretty it's pretty uh grueling. I actually have to do work on the weekends too, so I can't stay up too wait late. Oh yeah, that that that's true. Uh, you know, for the folks listening to the Whitfield Divorce stream, yeah, uh, yeah, Sean is a is a busy boy these <laughs> days, so. I'm working um, to save Western civilization. Yeah, and you're a, you're actually. <laughs> hey, I'm getting paid actually, for it though. <laughs> you're actually doing it as opposed to uh, you know people who are like sitting behind a keyboard yelling, "Oh, cringe, cringe, no e-girls." So. No, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll come out of the closet. I am working for the Trump campaign right now. Um, as a field organizer uh, in a county near me. Um, so basically my job really is to get volunteers uh, to get out the vote. So I'm not exaggerating when I say trying to save the fucking West here. And the... I will say Sent one you thing... you the video. Okay, yeah, I'll pull that up. One thing I will say, because I, I alluded to this earlier, which is like when people talk about uh, all of the... Um, 
uh, you know, the polls and Trump's down. He's in trouble. He doesn't want to win. I'll tell you something right here that will give some actual objectivity to all these analyses, which is that the only number we have so far that is objective is the primary turnout numbers on June 2nd. Uh, Oh, sorry, that was Pennsylvania's, but all the primaries we've had. And President Trump has been killing it. He's had record turnout for every single primary, and in some he's been beating the turnout Obama had. Okay, he's been getting the most votes of any Republican ever again. The enthusiasm is high for him, but is it enough? I th- I don't know. We re- I really don't know. I tend to think none it us, is. None of us do at this point. Yeah, none of us really do, because we don't know how the Democrats are going to cheat uh, their way across the finish line, potentially. We don't know how they're going to try and do that. Um, we don't know what else is really going on. So when you see these poll numbers, just remember, that's kind of how they were in 2016. Um, I'm going to pull yeah. this, Jim, this uh, video by Jimmy, though. But that's just and, my and that, And then what I what I typed below, that's the, that's the service okay. that we're using now. Gotcha. So. Okay, I'm going to play a little bit of this video because it's 10 minutes and um, I want to make sure you tell more about this and we dive into all these other stories real quick. We might even do another stream tomorrow night, I'm not sure, because my two co-hosts haven't been here, which is sad. But I'm going to well, play I mean, this video right now. Yeah. And I'll, I'll fill in some of the gaps, but basically, like, here's what, yeah. Basically, I'll, I'll let Sean play a bit of this, and then I'll fill in some of the gaps too. So, okay. but here's Jimmy. This, this is the guy who made the Discord. So, um, and I actually had him on the Whitfield Report to talk about this very thing on Monday of this week, right before I got banned. So, goes way beyond Gavin. It goes way beyond Trump. Yeah, you guys won't be able to hear, but I am playing it right now. He would go on there sometimes and. We're not we're not calling to arms here, you know. Sure, we talk about politics and um, make jokes and stuff like that, but are we not allowed to do that? Is it because we're right wing or conservative, and they truly believe that they can just, with a click of a button, shut down an entire community? Well, you know, I, I have bad news for these kinds of people. You can't you can't shut down an entire community. Sure, you can kick us off. Your platform, fine. But the the community and the friendships have already been solidified. That's not something you can just take away with the click of a button, you fat fucking frumpy pink haired feminist cunt bag at Discord HQ. You know, kick us off the platform, fair enough. And I, I received this email, um, which is just complete horseshit. This was all I got. Hello. Discord is focused on maintaining a safe and secure environment for our community, and your account has been flagged by the Discord community for violations of our terms of service and community guidelines. Now, there are many people who will tell you we on the GMD actually enforce Discord's terms of service because we knew that we would be a target just simply by association of the name Gavin McInnes. So we had to do what uh, we thought was best in terms of keeping the longevity of the server going, keeping it up by saying, look, you know, 
well, you might not like our politics, or you might not like. Okay, pa pause or... real quick. Mm -hmm. So that was the exact same email I got. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's now I know because I remember when I first saw, I thought, I thought you just got put in timeout because of the way they worded it when they said you were flagged, and I'm like, hmm, maybe he's not really banned, but. Now that I see he got the same email, I am pretty confident that you were legit banned. Yeah. That that was definitely that was definitely the case. I mean, and like I said, it was the thing is too is like when I got banned, I wasn't even in the Gavin McGinnis Discord. I was in one of my non-political discords, just talking to someone, and I'm pretty sure that they got. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that whoever that person is, they think I ghosted them or something. So, and that's the sucky thing is, is now there are a whole bunch of other communities that I can't even get in contact with anymore. Uh, that I've lost touch with completely. Mm -hmm. So, because, you know, I don't have links to any of the other discords and whatnot. But um, I, th I think also too is... I wonder. Well, I wonder, I wonder a bunch of things with this. Number one is that, what, like, what was the reason really for being banned? What What's their? What was the comment that really banned that they got this sort of banned? And that's they, what I don't like about a lot of this is that they never really tell you. Twitter never really tells you these things. They They won't, and believe me, and believe me, I I I I asked I asked them because basically. When they sent me that email that they that they sent back, um, I basically like I replied. I sent them an email to their turn, you know, to their uh, you know trust and safety team saying, you know, how high I you know I was mistakenly, you know, banned. I I never I never targeted did or harassed anyone. Uh, you know, please consider restoring my my account. Um, and basically like, so I, I sent that and then the next morning I woke up and got an email saying, you know, hi, we've reviewed your account. We're upholding it. More information has been, more information was included in your previous email about the reason why you were banned. And it's like, no, it wasn't. You gave me a, you gave me a, a generic, you know, copy paste thing that you sent out to everyone and that's what pisses me off most of all is they didn't even have the you know the courtesy of telling me like what specifically i did that was wrong they just gave me a generic reason and then banned me yeah so yeah that pissed so. me off too it just seems like some some corporate you know email that was just auto-generated and i understand it but like you gotta, when you do something as serious as a ban, you need to explain to people why they were banned. Or at least let, you know, you can get a reason. Um, but I would just keep pushing them. I just like, I demand you tell me. Da, 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 just keep going off on them. Keep pressuring them. And see if they come up with something. And I don't know if you can, like, I don't want to say sue them, but, like, if there's some way to hold them account for that, that'd be nice. Because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it it, it would be, and and honestly, uh, you know, Sean, I I'm 
Well, you know, I, I'd love to get you uh, Jimmy's conduct info because he's been on the Whitfield's report thrice now. And I think he'd be a really fascinating guest for you guys to get on, you know, yeah, on Brusa. Uh, but how you guys do the interview, because I know you guys use Discord, that's going to be a that's going to be a tricky one because he literally can't um, he literally can't uh, use Discord anymore. Well, we can do <laughs> Skype or other things. I always have alternatives. I just prefer Discord because of the it has the best audio quality. And that's the thing that sucks. Is like I don't think there's anything that's audio quality as close as this. Well, well, we use we we did use Zoom the other day, and that worked fine. But uh, I, I know that. how I know how you feel about Zoom, and I know how <laughs> I feel about Zoom. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but Chinese spyware. But yeah. Oh, and he also got he also got banned off Twitter like two years ago for uh, supporting Brexit because uh, you know he he said that he's a proud supporter of the of the West. That's all he said, and Twitter like perma banned him. Jesus. And uh, yeah, shovel point. He is the next Mark Stein. So I will I will tell him he said that too. He's keeping um, away from the question. Didn't he ask what she's... Um, oh, one thing I will um, note, because I do see at the end of this video here, did this all start when after Gavin did that a Discord AMA? Yes. I wonder if that's... They probably saw stuff in there because he had the whole uh, screen behind them. I think it might have been that. There might have been something somebody said there that really got to them. Genetically. Oh yeah. You're not gonna hit a woman. Right. Oh yeah. I'll, 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 I'll bring, I'll bring that up. That's actually a really good point. So, and that was, I had actually brought that up to, uh, you know, to uh, Jimmy too. That I, I wish Ryan hadn't projected the whole entire Discord, you know, like screen on YouTube. Well, and. And and that was why we clamped down so much too on like you know, like you guys can't joke around as much you know, so. But, you know I, I mean, yeah it sucks but you know I'll I'll, I'll survive uh, you know hopefully this. Hopefully they don't, you know, take my Twitter account next. Although I'm sure that will get taken eventually. It'll happen at some point, you know. So that's the thing is they go after smaller people now, um, like us. Uh, it's not just the big triple A celebrities. But one thing I will also mention too, like I mentioned the Loomer ban, but Carpe Duncum, Dunk Dunctum, Dunctum. I never pronounced that right. I met him at CPAC too. He was banned from twitter which is where he, that was his place yep. where he'd post pro-trump memes trump's favorite meme maker the meme maker in chief himself carpe uh had a huge following he's visited the white house big sensation they banned him for copyright infringement which is one of the craziest things because everything he does is parody which falls under fair use so i hope he sues him for that and then you know now he's on parlor which 
So we're going to kill him. And But he's also on band.video, which is Alex Jones' video platform. So that would be cool. Uh, so when he does his like podcast show, it will be on there. And the other big bands uh, were Stefan Molyneux. He was banned from YouTube. He had like almost a million subs or something, I think. Uh, big, big show on there. Big following. Gone. So many videos. Gone. And... There's a little, so there, so the people that got hit were Loomer, Stefan, Sam. Uh, I, f- I feel like I'm forgetting another one. But those are the ones come top of my head. Carpe, that's the other one, Carpe, yeah. All in the past week, really. Big purge, big purge. It's kind of like when you know the rules, you all broke the rules, and you're about to pay the consequences. So you're like, let me break all the rules I possibly can before I pay the consequences. Maybe that's what it is. Because, you know, Trump's put that order in. The executive order. Oh, yeah, the Article yeah. 230. Well, see, so here's the thing. is like Facebook, oddly, is kind of careful with what they say and do. Because I know at the end of the day, these tech companies, as reckless as they are right now, and maybe it's not even reckless because they can get away with this shit, they do not want to be regulated at all. They really don't. Right, but then, but then Mark Zuckerberg will will pull the trick of, oh, we don't censor conservatives. I met with Glenn Beck, you oh know. God. And uh, and <laughs> that's why I hate people like, like fucking like Romney or something or McCain or George Bush, where it's like. These conservatives that the left likes. Like, if the left likes you, you're doing something fucking wrong, okay? And if you pride yourself on that, you're really doing something wrong. It's one well, thing to be bipartisan, but, like, this ass-kissing where it's like, Oh, look, I'm the, the, the decent conservative that talks to the lefties at Facebook, and they like me. Oh, my God, I'm so great. No, nobody likes you. It's like that fucking linking project. The only people that like that are Biden supporters because they do anti-Trump ads. They don't win any voters or supports. It's just a fucking grift. I hate well, using that yeah. term grift. But I can't stand them. Yeah. Well, see, so fake. Well, see, here's, <laughs> here's the thing. If, 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 I were, if I were in a position to, I would... I would go down and I would go down to Facebook. I, w- I would visit with Mark Zuckerberg I would shake his hand. I I would be, I would be courteous, but I would also, you know, like sit down with him and be like, "Look, you know, I'm here because this is what was happening. I I know that I know that you talked with Glenn Beck, but you're not talking to Glenn Beck. You're talking to me now, and here here's what's going on, and here's what needs to change." So, well, the thing uh, is, these they never, and this kind of strips to a lot of things. The the conservative people actually like and follow tend to be the really authentic ones, and they don't really get these nice connections and these nice little trips and meetings uh, that they that they deserve. But I see like I would be nice to Mark Zuckerberg at first too. I give everybody a fair shot when I meet them, but you know, if he doesn't you know, hear me out and doesn't treat me fairly, like then it's war. And I think that's the problem yeah. too, is that these conservatives think 
you can just be nice to them and they'll listen, but they don't. You can try that at first, but we've learned it does not work. And that's unfortunate uh, because that would be the nice way to settle things, but that's not the world we live in. It's like black, but like, but certain things like Black Lives Matter, it's like, do you really think you're going to get anywhere with those people? Do you really think you are? No, you're not. So don't even bother wasting your time. Just plow forward, stand up for what you believe in, and strongly stand up for it and go on the offensive. Yep. I mean, I mean, listen, I definitely think that there is a place for decency. Yeah. And, and whatnot. And look, look, I also, here's another thing I want to say about the, about the, uh, about the discord band too. There are lots of decent li- liberals out there, not what, le- not leftists, but liberals out there who have, who, you know, when they heard about my discord band, they're like, that's crazy. You're not, you're a nice guy. You don't, you should have gotten banned from discord. And I, and I told them, I'm like, well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you feel it. I'm, I'm glad you feel that way. But, but this is the problem. This is the radical left. And I mean, I hate to say it, but it's, it's going to come down to look to, uh, I hate to use this term, but liberals, standing up against the left if that makes sense Mm. and advocating for conservatives and believe me they're going they're 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 they won't but the left the left is going to come after the liberal too eventually if you're not far left enough they're going to come after you well there are they've already been doing that i mean look at aoc she goes after Nancy Pelosi for not going far left enough. And look, I actually respect her for it because she gets results. She gets something out of it. It's not results I want, but it is results she wants and she fucking gets them. And that's, again, I think that's a lesson we should learn is that if somebody's not, and that's what Trump kind of does is like when somebody's not towing the line, he goes after them, he fires them, he boots them. Don't blame him for it for a second because that's what you need now there's a there was a time when that was not needed but this time you know we do need that and i think also too it's like that's why i want people like loomer in congress because she'd be that way and people gotta look I'll, i'll tell you some insight from my job too i mean i feel like they're look i know people are busy i know people have a lot on their plates and they have a lot at stake but conservatives need to have a bit more of a fight in them. I think Trump has helped awaken that, but I think we still need a lot more. I think we still need people, for example, like with Laura Loomer, she's banned on everything, but her supporters should be out there sharing her stuff on Facebook all the time. They should be breaking through the censorship by being her voice. You're on these platforms, so you should help her out. And I just don't see enough of that. And I don't see people going out of their way to do these things. It's like, you know, it's kind of, it almost seems like these, some some people just don't care that much enough. And it's, I understand that maybe it's not going to be a priority of the thing, you know, it's going to be on your mind all the time, but there needs to be some effort. Yep. 
no, I com I completely agree with you. You know, and it, it's 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 very kind of poetic that all this censorship happened this week of you know of Independence Day because it's like, well, we're celebrating Independence Day, but are we really independent? You know, now like I hate to sound black pilled, <laughs> but it, it it's you know it's kind of got me thinking like we are yes like the government might, might not be tyrannical but now all these corporations you know are basically the ones regulating free speech and you know we've seen what they've done now to even the small guys so scott adams had a great quote about that actually kind of he said on Twitter the other day, Republicans only have free speech on election day. Think about that. You don't yeah, have it in your true. workplace. You don't have it online. You don't have it in the public square. You don't even have sometimes have it in your own household. But on election day, when it's just you, just the ballot, and a pen, you have your free speech. It's brief, but man, it counts. Yo. Alex, is that you? Yeah. Yeah, you're late to the party. Yeah, I end up sleeping. Yeah, I'm going to close out soon, but did you see Trump's speech? No, I didn't see what's going on. With well, 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 this was a... He made a bold move. Now, I... I'll give a quick... I'll give you... I want to get your takes on everything before we close out. Um... In regards to tech censorship too, but he he started off the day announcing that he would be doing a Fourth of July celebration speech at Mount Rushmore. This is amidst all these statues and monuments being torn down, so he's gonna have a speech at a monument that's still up, shining beautifully of our founding fathers. It's American greatness. And during his speech, he announces that he will be uh, signing an executive order to create a national uh, garden of American heroes, which will feature statues of American heroes. So while Black Lives Matter is tearing down monuments, Trump is building them. It's on brand, he's a builder, he's built hotels, casinos, golf courses, building a wall. Now he's gonna build monuments, and he came out for a list and it's got people like John Adams on there, MLK, uh, the Wright brothers, Ronald Reagan, Anton Scalia, Thomas Jefferson, Hamilton, a lot of good names on there. So he's going to be doing that, and I personally think this is going this is a great way to re-energize the base and to make a good cultural move. What's your take? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Now, did did the uh, speech and stuff go down? Did the fireworks go down without a hitch? Or was there, like, any sort of issues during that? No, nope, it seemed to be fine. They did the fireworks, and they were beautiful behind the monument. There was music, too. We were watching it here. So it went smoothly. I mean, the only thing that was really happening was the wind was blowing. <laughs> so it uh, kind of ruffled the flags in the background, his hair a bit, but not much. Yeah, because I kept seeing, like, advertisements. They're complaining that, like, this was going to be in South south dakota where they didn't require social distancing yeah P yeah. well see that's a good thing too is he packed the place um like 10 percent of the audience were wearing masks and he uh well some people on like cnn were afraid like the fucking like fireworks would start forest fires 
which is pretty stupid because they've done fireworks here for like 30 years. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Like there was an advisor about like the, because uh, it didn't rain or anything relatively recently, but I figured they'd probably have expert like pyrotechnic people to pay attention to that junk. Yeah. You know, but that, that's been good because like, honestly, I've been a little bit concerned, you know. Just as a kind of an outsider looking in, and ever since I lost access to like Facebook, you know, it's been just like tough getting actual news that isn't like heavily, like really on that it, that's like unbiased or whatnot. Because like that's one thing I was using Facebook for. You know, I would use it for news almost. And that's probably not the way you should use it, but like just the amount of people I followed, it gave me. Yeah, like, I had a pretty good idea what was going on around here, so I had to go and, like, set up, like, RSS feeds to get anything, like, semi-decent. But, like, I, like, I just kept seeing people before this, you know, they were complaining, they were saying, like, Trump's not in it and all that stuff, and, like, I'm glad to see that, you know, it looked like it went out pretty good, he packed it, and all that stuff. I think this really re-energized his base. It was a perfect way to do it. On 4th of July, with the monument, the group... Great American monument of our founders in the background. He announces he's going to build more monuments. I mean, he did what he needed to do. I mean, it was... I am really impressed at how perfect it was. Because it surprised me. I didn't expect him to come out with this bold action. And then when he said it, I was like... Like, when I was watching it live, I literally went, what? And it was perfect. Because I'll admit, look, we all know what my job is. And I know on the ground there's a lot of support for him. I know that the turnout has been big in the primaries, but he was down in a lot of polls. It does give the perception that, hey, maybe there's some more work to do. And maybe there wasn't. I don't know. I really don't know. Because um, he was down this much before in the polls in 2016. If if there is anything that will increase his poll numbers, it's fucking this. And if it doesn't, then the polls are total bullshit. Yeah, no, like, that, that's just kind of another thing that was, like, scaring me. It's like, I, I really don't know what to, you know, what to believe sometimes. Because, you know, like, even some people on the right were starting to go and, like, have issues. But, you know, I, I saw this happen before, too. Like, in 2016, people, like, even on the right, they were saying, like, oh, you know, Trump should have stepped down. You know, yeah. they would have had a chance. You know, one libertarian person I used to know, he was like, oh, you guys screwed up by by electing Trump as the uh, nominee. Mm. But, you know, they were dead wrong. That's the so, other thing is, remember in 2016, they were also saying Trump doesn't want to win. He's self-destructing. This is what he, he doesn't really want it. I mean, Howard Stern says that, like, all the time. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really buy that. And, I mean, neither, neither do I, like, I don't know, Howard Stern's really kind of done a lot of things in the recent years that I, I don't agree with, like just giving Hillary Clinton softball stuff and whatnot, but like, I don't know, I heard that they were doing some more stuff at Obamagate recently with like... Uh, How Howard Stern believes that he's the reason why Trump is popular, and it's like... He believes it about everyone now, you know? Yeah, and it's like, it's like, no, dude, like, like that that's another point that gavin br brought up the other day that i that i agree with like howard stern thinks that because he was the king of the radio or whatever back in the 90s um you know that like he made everyone famous okay like 
okay, maybe he made Jenna Jameson famous, like by bringing her, bringing her from porn to the mainstream. Maybe. But even then, probably he, look, not. Here's the thing is he does have the potential to make people famous. Like if oh, let's say yeah. nobody knew who Billie Eilish was and he brings her on his show, which he did do. He could have made her famous right there if nobody knew who she was before. But people did know who she was, and she came on his show, and it probably Je- helped record sales. But that's it. Je- well, Howard Stern is jealous of Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan is what Howard Joe Rogan now is what Howard Stern was mm-hmm. back in the back in the nineties, right? His throne. I I. I think that's a fairly safe assumption to make. Everyone who knows who Joe Rogan Rogan is, once people once people once people go on Joe Rogan's show, like Donnie like Donnie will in the future, <laughs> um, you know, people are gonna know who Donnie is. Yeah, no. I, I think that he absolutely like um what's his face? Like Joe Rogan. Like, he, he's just way eclipsed him. And the thing, like, that uh, Howard Stern's done, too, is, like, he made it so people can't even really listen to him anymore because he, he signed that exclusivity deal with uh, SiriusXM. Like, not that many people actually have that, you know? And that's unfortunately the problem that many on the right are starting to face. Like, Gavin Milo and a bunch of other people are behind paywalls now. And I get why they have to do it. I totally get it, but it does come at a cost of exposure. Um, one thing I wanted to get your take on too, Alex, was the big tech censorship we've seen over this week. We had uh, Carpe Duncum, guy who makes all the Trump memes uh, that Trump tweets out a lot, banned on Twitter. Now he's on Parler and Band Up Video. We have Stefan Molyneux, banned from YouTube. I don't know where he... I think he's just going to put stuff on his website now, freedomainradio.com. And, um... Who's the other one? Shit, there's another big one. Oh, Loomer. Just today I saw Laura Loomer. Facebook is banning anyone that posts Laura Loomer ads. So if you want to put an ad on Facebook for Laura Loomer for Congress, they will ban you. It's a new policy. And then finally, our boy here, Sam... Banned from Discord. Yeah, no, like, I think this is a push right now. And it's funny, because, like, I'll argue with people, and people are like, oh, you know, Facebook's this, like, white supremacist website and all that other stuff. Like, people keep saying that, like, Facebook's, like, helping the right wing and, like, it's doing so political stupid. But I don't understand that. Like, they think that they they must be, like, super... Like, I, I don't understand, because, like, you have this big advertiser boycott, but then they do stuff like this. Like they, like Facebook's in like a really stupid position, you know, where they're pissing off both the right and the left. Like I don't know yeah. why they're doing that. Because they're trying to appease both sides in some ways. Like on the one hand, Zuckerberg says, you know, we do allow Holocaust denial because that is a that's free speech. So that appeases the right because it's like we love free speech. We love um, having all ideas out there to agree and disagree with. But then he bans Alex Jones. And Milo, and Loomer, and Gavin, and Tommy, and all these other people we like, and that pisses us off. So. Right. Well, 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 it's it. Well, it's also like 
It's like, uh, Mark, you're kind of stereotyping. You're too like, we like this. We don't like Holocaust denial. You know. Mm. I mean, I, it, I think if you if you're allowed free speech, you know, you you have to allow like free speech. Absolutely. If you want to go and you know say that the Earth is flat and deny you know any fucking event in history, I don't have like you know you should be allowed to go and do it. But I won't go and say that's a Soviet right wing issue. That's more of a libertarian issue. It's a the okay. I'm not trying to sound cliche, but it's kind of just simply an American issue, a constitutional issue, a Bill of Rights issue. Like this is like this should be like universal. It should be basic, but it isn't. Yeah. You know, but, like, I just don't... Like, I think I know what they're doing right now. You know, they're doing this, uh, like, to an upcoming election to make it so that the Trump campaign can't... And, like, people on the right in the United States can't advertise their political parties. 100% why. Laura Loomer yeah. could easily win her congressional seat with Facebook. Without it, it's an uphill battle. She, I think she's still going to win, but she's got to work 100 times harder. Well, the thing is, like, like, and another thing, too, is, like, Facebook, I think with this and with a bunch of other stuff, they are starting to be a dying platform, at least for new people joining. Like, even when I was there, it was mostly older people who was on there. Here, I'll tell you something. This is anecdotal. I've, for my job, I have not recruited a single person on Snapchat, on Twitter, on any platform. The only platform I've ever been able to recruit people on is Facebook. I actually got a legit volunteer that's doing phones from Facebook. It's because oh, yeah. Facebook has so many people on there. So many people. They're easy to easier to find too because there's like Facebook groups, Facebook events. Twitter, you can make your own name, some weird shit very easily. Whereas Facebook is more people oriented and has a lot of fucking people on there. Facebook is critical for elections right now, and it is maybe the growth is slowing. I could see that, definitely could see that. But man, is it a valuable asset? I think it's slowing, but not but for a particular demographic for people who are probably like younger than thirty. And you know, with mm. your particular you know set of skills in your particular market, <laughs> you're probably targeting people who are older than 30 i would reckon see i don't even want to target older people i actually want young people but the only people that are actually willing to work are older people like that's what people don't understand i think is that when you're doing campaigns you really want somebody helping you every day you know you want somebody with you and you can't have a lot of people come work for you during weekends or weekdays because that's when people fucking work. So it tends to be a lot of stay-at-home moms or just moms in general that had kids the kids left and their their husband's still working and they don't need to work. Those people is what you get a lot of, and that tends to be older. You know, if you aren't winning those people over, like, you're not getting those people as volunteers. Young people, too, are a fantastic demographic because they have nothing to lose they might be in college. They they have nothing to do. You can scoop them up. Yeah, that that's just like uh, kind of my thoughts on that. Like, I don't know though. Like people, 
like you like it's just so funny seeing people on the left like just dissing facebook and you know i've been saying that about facebook for a while but you know i wouldn't want i didn't want to have my account turned off because of some you know bullshit like bullshit verification and this is coming like right on the heels when they're when they apparently had another you know disclosure of uh, information to third parties without um authorization oh jesus like you know they, they keep on doing that you know that's uh that kind of bewilders me they end up like this is this isn't the first time they've done those unauthorized disclosures you know to third parties like what's going on over here and to be fair though like mark isn't he says he's not changing the current policy which I don't even know what the left really wants at this point. They already banned people if you say anything, you know, slightly controversial on Facebook. So I don't really know what the left wants. Like they want it to be like blacked out, like Reddit. And that's that's why I don't, that's why I don't talk politics anymore on Facebook. Well, like well, that I was actually even... just to mention real quickly. That was the that was another ban. R slash Donald banned on Reddit. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it, it was it was quarantined, so it was it it pretty much was banned. Already. Yeah, it was like a soft ban, but then they started migrating people over to their site, which was really smart while they could. So they kind of they kind of saved they they stayed alive, you know they 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 survived the 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 ban, but they got banned. Now, it's not, was that the only outright, like, pro-Donald Trump section of Reddit on there? Because, I, I don't know, like, I started using Reddit recently. It's just so, so much of a liberal hive mind. Like, it is. You know, on 4chan, 8chan, they always used to come talk shit on Reddit. And now seeing it, you know, they're all right about it. You know, because, like, if you go into anything other than, like, certain, like, smaller subs, you're going to just keep seeing, like, liberal shit, and they're all, like, Oh, you know, all these right-wing people, you know, they're super racist and, like, they're dog-whistling. Like, I had an argument, like, Trump posted a picture with, like, an eagle or something. This guy was trying to say it was, like, an, a Nazi symbol. And I was like, dude, it looks like the uh, the Marines logo. They're like, oh, well, the eagle's facing the right. And I looked up on Google. They had the, they had the same thing. It was, like, the Marines logo where the eagle's facing the right. And I was like, so you're saying this thing's, you know, a neo-Nazi article? <laughs> And the guy was just like, no, I'm not American, duh. I was what? Like, shut the fuck up. And then you just keep, like, getting, like, downvoted if you say anything that goes against the liberal fucking hive mind on there. Like, honestly, this is why I can't stand Reddit. And that, that, that's, that's, that's why I don't try anymore on some of these platforms. So. That is very true about Reddit, too, because I use it less frequently recently. I used to be a daily reddit use right back in 2016 17 it's about 2018 i started slowing down 2019 barely used it um it like especially things like r slash politics which should be nonpartisan. dude you say one little thing and that's that's not uh that left wing and you get downvoted the shit to the bottom. It's happened to me so much. I'm shocked I didn't get banned from that sub. Um, they don't even let you post certain articles on there from certain sources. But it is a very liberal, very, very liberal place. R slash the Donald was the go-to Trump place. It was the go-to conservative place. There are other conservative subs on there on Reddit. But this is the biggest one. And frankly, I don't think any conservative is going to use Reddit for conservative politics like talking about it anymore after this.
Yeah, like, I mean, if you just viewed Reddit, you'd probably think, like, there's no way Trump would have got elected. Like, I don't know, like, what other platforms are, like, actual conservatives using now? Parler. Telegram. But the thing was, like, you know, say what you will about Facebook, but at least they had private groups on there, and that's what I was in. And you would still see a bunch of stuff on those groups. Like, people could, you know, like, I, I, I would post in groups, but I wouldn't post, like you know, to my, like, publicly. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I migrated to it. And that kind of felt like it worked. But, like, I don't know. Parlor, I, I use Parlor a little bit. And, like, people are complaining about it. And they say it's a, uh, like, a honeypot. Or, like, it's not real. Like, I saw the person who made Gab was bitching about it in an email. Of course he is. It's competition. I mean. It's his competition. He's going to bitch about it. I mean, I, I, I didn't read what he said. But I will say. Parlor, and I was saying this to Sam earlier, it, it it has the best chance of all the alt platforms because it's it doesn't just have banned people on it, but it has people that aren't banned on these platforms on it, like Ted Cruz, Rudy Giuliani, Eric Trump, Brad Parscale, Team Trump. It's got a lot of big names on there. Laura Loomer has over half a million followers. I mean, it's also because it's her only platform, but she has over half a million, which is impressive. But the site still feels like it's in the beta phase. It's lacking a lot of features. It's buggy. It doesn't even work right now because it's being overloaded. Uh, there's patience. No we don't have patience. That's the problem. If it doesn't get up to speed now, or even if it does actually, it doesn't matter. It's not going to beat Twitter or Facebook because there's too many people on these platforms and there's no reason for somebody to migrate over because there's no audience to reach. Like, if Trump moved there, that would change the playing field. That would change the game. But why would he move there? His audience is on Twitter. Why would he go to a platform where he has a smaller audience? It makes no sense. So he won't do it. Yeah, now, like, I, I see what you're talking about over there. You know, I, I, I get that, but I feel like, at least right now, we need to have something. And we need to have, yeah. like, honestly, they need to just go and shut up with all these different platforms and, like, find one, and you know, basically with Facebook it. replacement, find one YouTube replacement, stick to it, and get funding. Yeah. You know? Parlor has that. a lot of funding, too. I will say that because it's really suspicious. I'm saying suspicious in a positive way that all these conservatives got on there so quickly because n- none of these people like Eric Trump or Brad Parscale were on Gab or Mines, none of them. But they're all on Parler. And Parler had a booth at CPAC, and they were handing out tote bags. And you could take a picture there, too. I actually have it still of myself in front of rad shit. Parler, they, the, whoever's run the show there knows people, and it's got money, and it's gotten connections. Yeah, then I saw people like saying, "Oh, it's not a real, it's not truly free speech because like you can't post spam and like porn." Like I, I saw like articles from I think it was like the Guardian or something about that. I was like, "Spam, people... I can understand. Porn, I think they should allow it. Twitter yeah. allows it." Yeah, but I don't know. But... I feel like you need to go and have certain standards. Like when you start at like having porn on there, that like I don't have a problem. Like I personally won't have a problem with it, but like. They would. It creates an issue with advertisers. It creates an it like. Well, doesn't have ads. He, well, he, well, here, well, here's the thing with that. Uh, the point I was going to bring up. I feel like they have those rules because, like, the app store is, is 
the App Store right is looking for excuses to ban them because they're they're conservative, right? And so John Mitzi, the CEO, in his defense, mm-hmm. has has these rules to make it like that much harder. Which I mean, yeah, kind of sucks, but I can see why. Well, here's so. the thing with porn too. It's like you know, the same reason why YouTube doesn't allow porn. Like once you start allowing that, that is all you will see from certain people. Mm. It, it's, it just becomes a porn platform, potentially. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that's why they. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I get that, but like that scares away people. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, there's, there, there's a reason why. Like, I mean, Twitter has it, but like, it, I think it's not the first thing you see when you open up Twitter. Yeah, they have algorithms that would go and like generally hide that and whatnot from the common no. people. And I think maybe at some point they could if they wanted to, but like yeah. that's not the purpose of this platform. It's not supposed to be your porn fix. <laughs> you know, and, and you're right too. It's like they, they will use that as a reason to block the app from the app store. So they kind I I feel like that's it's a strategic play. You know, Facebook doesn't allow porn, you know, most other and it's not like I mean, it is sort of a free speech issue to a certain degree, but, like, so is technically spam, and I feel that, like, it's good that they don't allow spam, because no one really wants to see that it's automated junk behavior. Like, honestly, though, I think they should just go and work on getting it to look good. Work on, like, you know, they need to find a pathway to monetization with, and that's probably going to be the hardest thing to do. Well, the one thing they do have is tips. You can tip people when you see like a post by them or a parlay, as they call it, a parley, parlay. I don't know how you pronounce it. When you see them post, like let's say you see Laura Loomer say something, you can tip her right on that post. And so are they like taking a percentage of that, that how they intend to make money? I would that, imagine I mean, so, but I'm not sure. I mean, that'll kind of work, but you have... You know, it's not the money you. It's nothing compared to the money you get from advertisers. Yeah, that that's kind of like the scary thing. Like they need to have some, and that's the toughest thing for a lot of these, like uh, you know, unicorn apps, as they call it. Like, you, even like ones that you think would be able to monetize easily, like um, you know, like Uber and stuff. Like the, it's it's years in, they're still not profitable yet. But once they do become profitable, like that, that's like how Google was. You know, they they weren't making money for like a decade. And then once they did, it's like they're making so much money now they can they're like almost unstoppable. That mm. that's how a lot of these apps work. You know, they're basically fucking funded on um, you know, Silicon Valley like funding and like uh tech like uh adventure capitalists or venture capitalists or whatever. That that's how a lot of these things sort of work. But I think for parlor it's gonna be tougher with advertisers because, you know, there is sort of that right, you know, right wing uh you know, leaning on a lot of that platform, that's going to be the first thing, like, especially now that they're going after. But I kind of feel like a lot of these boycotts and stuff, with the exception of Facebook, has kind of been dying down compared to, like, what I've seen previously. Because I, I think the BBC or something, they were going to have people, like, wear, like, Black Lives Matter stuff, and they said they weren't because it was a political movement. And, you know, I think, it, like, that was kind of a turning point with that. Repeat, where, like... You know, the BBC, which is a left-wing, you know, I mean, it's it's technically government-funded, but yeah. 
you know, it, it does tend to lean left, and they flat out said they couldn't, like, put that particular, like, a slogan or whatever on in their work because it does have political uses. And that's been the biggest thing I've seen from the left. It's like, oh, it's not politics. You know, it's, you know, do you believe in Black Lives do matter or not? But it is a political organization at its core. And the fact that people are starting to now wake up to that, I think, you know, that's a good thing. Because mm -hmm. like, everyone would agree, you know, you know, Black Lives Matter, Green Lives Matter, you know, Mexican Lives Matter. I, like, I mean, people believe that lives do matter. But the issue with that is people don't believe in the political the the movement. movement, you know, because look, when you donate to their organization, it goes to Act Blue, which is a, which funds the Democrats. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's one of the biggest frauds in recent days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, to speak up about that honestly like i don't know if he has but like flat out say that because frankly you know people on the right are being like bullied if they say they don't support this or they're not donating to it but yeah so it's a partisan issue it's not just a slogan it's a it's a movement mm -hmm. it's an organization um i'm gonna have to close out tonight because i'm getting pretty tired and I've been up all day and it is getting later. Um, yeah, we can talk a little here. bit off air, but anybody want to plug anything before we close out? Um, at Sam Whitfield on Parlor. Um, subscribe to the audio podcast and to the YouTube channel. I'm on. I'm almost at 700 subscribers on YouTube, so please go over there to the Whitfield Report channel and subscribe. Help me get over that uh, hurdle. And uh, happy Independence Day, ladies and gentlemen. I might do a short audio podcast for you later today, but no guarantees. Uh, I fucking love America. Uh, and I will forever as long as I live. And uh, just God bless you guys. So. Yeah, we're on Parlor 2 now at Versa Media. I believe is our handle. I would have to double double check that, but I think we're at Versa Media. Um, but yeah, happy Fourth uh, of July. Perfectly timed as I see Air Force One here uh, flying over Mount Rushmore. This is a replay from earlier today. Just an absolute epic event. Uh, the president pulled off. Very beautiful. There it goes, flying over Mount Rushmore. That's awesome. So happy Fourth of July, everyone. And we'll see you maybe tomorrow night if we want to do another stream. If not, next week. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. All uh, right. God bless, folks. Yep. And uh, good night. God free like seeing that order to everyone in the uh, chat and in the Versamita chat. And uh, God bless you all. And wash your fucking hands, people. Take care. <laughs> All right, we are off air. Wow.